Yo, you're winging it too? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, I wrote some things down. I wrote some model numbers down in my theater or something. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I never remember mine. I know. And, uh, I don't know why. Don't don't let me let me get it out because I'll forget. Seventy seven oh six. Morant seventy seven oh six. Morant seventy seven oh six. Yeah, right. I think the last time I had to come up with it, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's the, I don't know, it's a six or in there somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, it's a Z or an X or an I at the end. Yeah. So, I'm not good at any of that stuff. Any, like, remembering model numbers, it's insane. Yeah. I, 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 and, yeah. And Navy Rant, Navy Rant has a good, good show on model number commentary. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, yeah. The, Tom, the, hate, the Tom hates that stuff. Bass X. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's bass X, and they try to do a play on words like basics, bass right. X, and uh, right, right. It's like just yeah, mm, no, yes. Yeah, so, but so just rocking some theater stuff back here. Yeah. Trying How to get back been? into it here. It's You're trying good. to get back into it. Yeah, I've been like taking like a hiatus. I haven't been active on Twitter or whatever you want to call it now. X bass X. Yeah. <laughs> Some kind of X, I pro, yeah, and uh, no, I just wanted to get back into the um, community again. Um, I was in, I'm in the uh, green room a little bit, but not very often. Yeah, and um, and man, I just I usually I put up something like something I'm watching or a video or something going on. I haven't been doing that in a while. I just kind of want to get back in. Yeah. You know? So why did you take some a break? Do you do you find yourself you do that a lot, like just to refer, you know, keep it fresh and stuff? Or, um, nah, this one was unintentional. I'll call it like work stress, and it's work related. Mm. And now I'm getting a little bit more free time, and uh, this is one of the things that I missed is kind of kind of being part of the community here, the HT community we got. Yeah, yeah, we rock, man. We got good people. <laughs> I know it's it's funny because I I went I mean so long without when you just do this by yourself for whatever almost mm-hmm. thirty years and then it's now all of a sudden we have. I just feel like it's it's just so much more fun now because people understand there's people you can that relate to you. Um what I think is fun about this is like we are like we're all so much alike, but there's so many differences. Just oh, our sure. different tastes in movies, different tastes mm-hmm. in how we come at this hobby. Um, mm-hmm. but it's just and it but then we always find those similarities, right? You're always just like, <laughs> That's just like me. Like every single person I'd be like, That's just like me. But then like there's so many other things that you're like, Oh, okay, well, well that's not me. <laughs> but, I was just talking about a moonfall. Um oh. I was just listening to your latest show. And you guys were talking about Moonfall, and I'm like, "Oh God, here we go!" And you guys were ready to write, start the show, and let's see how this goes. We're just gonna uh, drop this in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's a that was a brutal one. 
That was a brutal one for me, even when I, like, when I first saw it. And I remember I came on here on the show and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a stretch. Like, that's, I mean, I like a fun story, but that was, that was tough. That was a yeah. tough one, but it is a great home theater experience. And most yeah. of Emmerich stuff is awesome at, in the home theater, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I wasn't a, I never saw it. I don't think I'm gonna, I don't know. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No, no. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't <laughs> I mean, killing me. <laughs> it's a, it's a good, it's a, uh, I can't say never see it. I'd say like, if you love the like, home theater experience, but it, the other thing is nowadays, it's not like it's hard. It's not hard to find a good home theater experience. So we kind of can get choosy, right? Like you can no, just you be can. like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go see something that's really good with a home theater experience. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. And um, oh man, I was. What were we watching? Oh, for Super Bowl, right? I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> yeah, but, you're allowed. But but Come at um, me. <laughs> so I was trying to get in the mood for the game. So it's like, you know what I haven't watched in forever was Rudy. I watched Rudy. Oh. And uh I'm from the Chicago area and Notre Dame's a huge, huge presence in the neighborhood. Oh wow. I have some family and things here and there and some fans, of course. But um it brought we cooked up um Rudy and I kind of watched it nice and leisure like and I forgot how how much the story's developed around the character really well. Yeah. It really surrounds um that and then then the music comes in and it's like man music is like half that movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, that's the score for that movie and mm-hmm. just how the it like builds on your emotions and everything especially at the end. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I was all emotional at the end. I was like this is nuts. How are you not? Yeah, that's one of those movies for me. It's like, all right, I'll watch it. But it's like, you know, you're just going to get all choked up and like, because, you know, and whether you were Rudy or you relate to Rudy or you relate to any of the players Mm -hmm. that knew somebody like that. Right. And it was just like Mm -hmm. how much it meant to them, you know, and I think a lot, I I think a lot of, I think that movie relates to a lot of people because of that, because you could be on either side of it. You could either be Rudy or you could be like the talented athlete that knows Rudy's in Mm -hmm. their life, you know? Totally. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did we hit? We were hitting, um, two detective. Have you been watching? No, I haven't seen us. I haven't seen a single true detective. Ever. Oh my gosh! It's, I hear it's, it's really good. good. Yeah, it's I good. hear it's really good. Mm-hmm. I've just I I haven't. Yeah, I just haven't gotten into that yet. Um, like I said, I'm just getting into Yellowstone now. So I know. I just remember. I remember hearing that too on the last show. Yeah, I'm like the last person on the planet. I think that hasn't. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen much of it either. Oh really? I mean, I, I, yeah, I haven't. Haven't. I got to get into it again. It's another thing. Uh, so good, but so um, good. We were fans of True Detective before, and we're just waiting for all this to come out. And it's been a stunning show. Um, and um, oh my gosh, who's in it she's, this season? She's doing. Oh, I don't know why I'm failing? I'm having a brain it's, uh, fade on this. It's um. Oh my God, I know it's. What the heck is her name? She was uh. It's not what's her name it, from Science of the Lambs, is it? Science of the Lambs, yes. Yeah. 
I'm dying. It's so funny. Oh my god. Uh, I say this is what happens when you get on like you get on a oh show or something and your mind goes, Don't worry about it. This is what I do. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> oh, anyway, she's putting on um she's putting on a great show. Um Jody Foster Jody and, Foster and it's mm-hmm. Callie Reese, I guess. Yeah. Yep. And Jody Foster's doing a great job. I've never seen her like in this kind of a role before. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tr- uh, true I'm detective. Like, uh, wasn't she a detective in Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but but this, so this, this is a little different of a character, you mean? It definite character yeah. difference. I don't nice. think she's ever played a role kind of like this before. So. Oh, cool. Um, it's very fun to see. All um, right. Her, she's spreading out her wings a little bit on this one. And the setting is pretty intense. She's um, a great actor anyways. I mean, in, in like, I can't even think of a movie where she wasn't very, where it wasn't really good. You know, oh, like yeah. all of her stuff is good. Um, but yeah. She definitely holds her own. Oh, yeah. And, um, and it was really cool at night. And they got this, it's, it's, it's a good sound experience too. It's it sounds good. It looks good. It's very dark. Oh, you know, dark yeah. and very. I mean, obvious. It's a mystery, but it, it goes um, into the mystical for sure. So, really, I recommend and, it. Yeah, it's not a. It is. This is not like a. Uh, like a. It's, it's more like an X Files if you watch that show in the past. Oh yeah. Oh, I love yeah. X Files. Yeah. yeah, I got into like that, that one late too. I got mm-hmm. into that probably like three after like three or four seasons or three seasons, and then um, kind of how I did Game of Thrones. It's like I got into I they started selling the laser discs, so I started mm-hmm. buying the laser discs. And my wife, my wife and I started binging it through laser disc, and we loved it. And then mm-hmm. you know, so we're always late to the party on stuff. We were late on twenty four. <laughs> Did you know twenty four? We did the mm-hmm. same thing. Bought yeah. that on blue. Bought that on Blu Ray or whatever, and we were so excited. Like we didn't watch it live. We watched it on Blu Ray, and then and that's one that's like Yellowstone's a lot like that too. When that um, mm-hmm. they were really good at ending on like a cliffhanger, and you couldn't just like all right, let's go to bed. Like you can't. It's like and when you're Uh-oh. binging it, you yeah, can go yeah. right to the next one, right? Oh yeah, so, we're going. Yeah, 24 was really good at that. Mm-hmm. And then, but what they were like, when you did binge it, it was like a good episode. You'd be like, all right, we got to do the next one. But then the next one wouldn't be so, you'd be like, oh, we could have waited. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't carry where Yellowstone, it's like, you just have to get up and leave because every episode mm-hmm. and at the end of it, you're just like, you can't wait to start the next one. It's very, there's no, there's no down episodes where you end an episode and go, oh, okay, that one, that one didn't seem so good. I'll go to bed now on, on a low. No, it was, I haven't had a low yet and I'm almost done with season three. So. Oh, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't gotten into that show. Only seen a few episodes though. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah, no, you get, I mean, once you get going on it, you won't want to stop. So make sure you, when you start. You've got time to do it. <laughs> yeah, prepare some time. There you go. <laughs> Scratch out, block off some time for you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so DJ, I was going to ask you a question. 
Okay. Um, this one, I don't think I've heard people um, ask, or maybe it's it's just like not that big a deal question, but it, it's it's got a lot of it's a loaded question. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Now, I know you're building a new theater, new home, starting fresh. Um, I know projectors are going in it. And my question is, are you running any other like cable for your front wall? Are you keeping an open eye in the future of like not using a projector? Always. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the whole room is all the way. even <laughs> even this room here when I built this one 20 years ago, it's as future proofed as I could have made it back then. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Absolutely. This but, this room know, is going to be too. even more future proof because you'll see when it's done all the ways I've designed it that I'll have no problem doing any of that stuff. The only yeah. thing, the only, it's not going to be a matter of running cables or running mm-hmm. anything really. It's going to be, and we'll, we'll all have this problem and, um, what was it? Giles replied to me on one of his feeds. I don't know if it was Instagram or YouTube or whatever, but he was talking about like the new, like a display that's like 140 inches or 150 inch display or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where do the speakers go? You know, and yeah, he's, totally. he laughed. He, he, he replied, he goes, you got to get a bigger wall. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like it, the future isn't going to be a, it's the, at least for me, but it's the same issue everybody's going to have. I'm not going to have a problem running cabling. The yeah. problem is going to be where the speakers go if you were going to go to 140, 150 inch display, because not many people have that big of a wall to be able to. And where I mean, just think of now. I'm doing a 16 by 9, 140, 150 inch screen, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if that's the case, you know how tall that is, and where does that center channel go? I don't know. I mean, it's close to the whole wall light, typical height, right? Nine. Yeah. Nine yeah, my feet. wall is going to be almost like I'm trying to get as close to nine foot as I can. I have nine feet, but then once you build the room, and you've got to take away a little bit from the top yeah. and stuff, and see what happens once we're in, and what kind of duct work and any kind of other things. You know, utilities might be in the way. Who knows? You don't know until you're <laughs> yeah. in the room. Totally. But, um, but yeah, I'm trying to get it as tall as possible. But even like a 150 inch screen, that's, let me see, where was my, uh, I don't think I have it up there, but, um, I have all of my, uh, yeah, I'll pull it up on these notes. My, like screen sizes, new screen oh, yeah. sizes. Oh yeah, like yeah. So like, think out the ratios and a hundred and thirty inch screen is sixty four inches tall. Okay, so that's five foot four yeah. tall. So, um, but then when you get into like a hundred and fifty inch screen, is seventy four inches tall in a sixteen by nine setup, right? Okay. So at seventy four inches tall, that's that's over, just over six feet. Six. Yeah, six two, right? Mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. if you so have yep. if you have an eight foot ceiling, you don't even have two feet left. No. Right? Underneath and that would be like, where do you put it? You're gonna need a little space above it and then you're gonna have so where does your center channel go? If you have a nine foot ceiling, you don't even have three feet left. Right. But it's you know what I mean? So it's like you can't get away from that. That's uh-huh. you know, so like if you get that in a display, where do you put your speakers? You can't so Good point. I don't know how <laughs> go good anywhere? these like what it's like you're going to spit people are going to they haven't really thought of this yet or people mm. I don't know if they haven't thought of it. now I'm not opposed to putting a speaker below because mine is now mm. but at the same time it's like you're going to go to a 130 inch screen or display right and you're going to mm. put it, 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 that's <laughs> that's supposed to be for a theater environment but now you're you're inhibiting the ability to put speakers in for a theater environment, and it it it's who's going to put a hundred and thirty inch screen display in their living room? No, yeah, I was about to say no one's going to do that. They're no not asking do that. those I questions. Mean, even no yeah, ten e- foot tall screens. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, even John has. I mean, his is one twenty four. I think in his living room, mm. but that's very very rare. And, it, but yeah, yeah, it's, you're taking up an awful lot of wall real estate there. And then where oh, do you, totally. like I said, where do you put those speakers? So that's why I've kind of gone back to, um, you know, projection. Yeah. Projection into it. Acoustically transparent to get that large, large screen size. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I'll see how, I mean, a lot's going to be dictated once the, everything's done and I can figure out how big the room is. But. I mean, we all run conduit up anywhere and it goes there, but I didn't know if you had any like plans or something. Well, some people put in um, like a drop down screen and then they have like a plan on the back, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, there's, uh, this room is going to be as future proof as anything. Mm. It can't, I mean, I'll be able to do anything I want, you know, because even with the false walls, I'm just building a false wall. And it's like, so in the future, if I have to, I'll just build it different, you know, like, just like I did this one. I, this one here, I used to have uh, a a 65 inch rear projection television in the wall. So then when I ended up getting to the projector and the screen, I took that out, rebuilt the wall a little bit and put the screen up. Mm-hmm. You know, but being able to run cables and stuff, I have all that ability even now. So mm-hmm. I'll have that. I mean, there won't, I can't put it this way. I can't think of something. So something would have to get invented that we've never heard of that went, but I'd still have the ability mm-hmm. to be able to do whatever I want because this is yeah. with, with the walls that I, I'm going to have like false walls all around me. So I can run everything anywhere. You know, the, the only, the only thing that I think would be like, if all of a sudden they came out with like a dead center rear channel that was like so important that you're like, Oh, I'd have to redesign the room because I'm, my, my doors are in the, the door to come Mm. in is in the middle of the rear of the room because right, right now that's the best spot for a door. Because nothing really goes there. That's gotta right go now. somewhere. <laughs> right. right. 
but like if you put a door on the side, it might run into either front wides, sides, if it's in the middle, who knows what could be in the field. You could have anything pop up in there, but dead center behind you? Now, even in the future, what are you going to put dead center behind you? Because you're going to have, like, you can't hear directly behind you as well anyways. You're going to want it to be to the side of you because that's where your ears are, right? Right. So dead center in the rear of the room, to me, seems like the most future-proof place for a door as well. That's a good point. I'm going to throw up some um, absorption panels or something on there, hang them from the door. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The doors will have, they'll have some little absorption on them. The whole back wall is going to be, I mean, there's going to be absorption all over the room. (laughs) All four sides. Oh, yeah. It's all going to be absorption all the way around. You're going to lock you in, never take you out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's fine with me. Yeah, that's what your plan is. <laughs> exactly. It's like, most people are trying to get me out of there anyways. Never mind. <laughs> Lock me in. Leave the door open. It's there to stay. Hmm. <laughs> I had a good time uh, building mine. Um, I built my house like in uh, 2016. Yeah. We moved in 2016. It's a small house, three bed. Two bath, sixteen hundred square feet, and um, I got a family room theater, and um, and uh, I don't regret like hooking it up the way I did. Uh, I, it's I got a seventy-seven inch screen in there. It's a high sense U seven G, and um, and that thing works pretty dang good. Um, and um, my dad and I pretty much did all the low voltage in the whole house. Oh, so nice. we did our. We did so our, you built the house it, brand new. We built, built the house it. brand new. Yep. A contractor, but I didn't contract. I bought it from him straight. Right, but he right. allowed me to do some things on my own. So we tiled our bathrooms, and yep. then we That's did all we did the low voltage. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's been that was such a great a great journey. Yeah. Because you're just buying all this stuff. I mean, like. Like, you know, you usually buy, you know, like outlet boxes and gang boxes, power, you know, you just, you just don't buy that stuff. It's not an everyday thing. You know, you're not not building a house every day, you know, some people are, but yeah, uh, you're at the store and you're like, oh, yeah, you're like, what is all this stuff? It's got spools and it was a good time. And so I had internet anywhere I could go. All the wires were ran everywhere it could go. Um, planned it out the best I could. I had open walls everywhere. It's open, open platform. Um, the SB two thousand trying to pressurize, but it ain't gonna. Yeah, ex- <laughs> no. Hope. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. Is if no with an hope. open floor plan like that, you're like mm. no. Yeah, no. But my expectations are like right at where I'm at. You know, yeah. I got got the potential up to where. It sounds a lot of fun. We had a good time in that theater down there. And, uh, man, it's, that's the it's fun been of a it, good though. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the fun of it. It's like, and as things progress, I mean, who knows what you'll do in the future, but as things progress, you'll be like, you're, you're just enjoying it. And, and like, I, I, for me, I don't even know, like, I wanted this thing to, my wife wants this room to be done when we move in, but it's not. It's not even going to be, I don't even think I'll have started it. 
now. Mm. I, I really don't because of everything that's gone on and money. I have to wait and get, you know, we're going to have to sell my parents' yeah. place. I'm going to be, I'm so up over my head right now. It's not even funny, mm. but that'll be, that's the fun of it though. It's the, mm. like, you know, that to me is still part of the experience. It's like the, the, you know, the journey. It's like, if it came easy, everybody do it. And mm. nothing we do is easy. <laughs> None of this stuff is easy. Nah. Um, you know, <laughs> but it it, yeah, but it, even like in your situation, like you said, you have a family room, it's an open floor plan, but that's not a place that you're supposed to have like a theater, but that's no. why it's called a home theater. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it doesn't belong there, but then when the lights go down and you put the movie on and you're like, Oh my God, you're doing this here. You know, oh, yeah. and, that, and that's what the fun is, you know, so it, it's, uh, do I wish I could just move right in and be like done with it and just enjoy? Yeah. But I also know me. I'm never nah. done. <laughs> so I just be. Nah, you want to build it. Yeah. yeah. Th- that, well, that's what I mean. It's like, I mean, I'll still be building it, but I wish it yeah. was just a little bit more, but, but. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But I'm going to have, I'm having fun with the whole thing anyways. Like right now for me is the hard part is like, we're kind of like in a holding pattern right now. Mm -hmm. Well, as we're speaking right now, we're literally starting this week. Mm -hmm. But from here on out, it's like, I'll be, I can't wait. Just swinging a hammer and building Mm -hmm. and, and just doing something. I'll always have something to do. So from here on out, and it's like, I I can't wait. It's just. I remember the whole process. It was like staging, like, you know, cause you had to, I mean, it's not a perspective that we normally see depending what you do, but hmm. uh, you have to wait for all these kind of sort of certifications and safety code checks and inspections, um, yeah. inspections and electrical goes first, then you can do this and then plumbing, you know, and there was hmm. rules. And then like when it was your turn to go, you had to get your stuff done. Because you're just going to slow, you might slow other people down, but you know yeah. you need to get out of their way too. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, we're doing uh, HVAC, plumb, HVAC, plumbing, and electrical last because electrical mm-hmm. can go anywhere. They can get around anybody. But yeah. HVAC, if you put something, if if plumbing or if uh, electrical puts something in the way, how do you H how do you put a duct through there? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like you do the big stuff and work your way to the small stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So you get all that done. Then all that has to be inspected. Then you can have, in, you know, the insulation comes in. Then you, you know, you do that. And then when all that's done and expect, inspected, okay, now you do the drywall, put up your walls. And then all that's, and then from, once that's done, that's it, it, 100% me after that. It's yeah. all me. And you're running. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. Like, hurry up and wait. <laughs> no, I, I can't wait. It'll be like, you know what's funny is because then the show will be like, how's everything going? And I'll be like, what did you do this week? And it'll be, Steve will be talking about movies. And I'll be like, I did this. <laughs> it's like, all right, here we go. Um, you have to do a live what, tour. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do stuff like your that. cell phone and film the whole thing with your cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I want to do stuff like that. I'll definitely be doing stuff once I get into the theater part of it. Mm. I'll be, I'll be filming stuff once I can do anything like that. Um, but the house itself, I've, I got, I just got to make, I got to make time. I just got to go. I got to get it done. Uh, lots to do. <laughs> oh yeah. All the time. So, 
Yep. So I'm hoping I'll be able to find time to at least when I get home here, sit down and watch something now and then and relax. But I know, I know me. I know I'll just be like, once I get going, I just want to work and just get it done and just keep on going. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you're going to get yeah. on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to lose track of you for a little bit there when you start get rolling on this house. Yeah, I'll, I'll be doing the shows. you going to or anything? No, no. Because if I, that's the thing is I, I want to, I just want to, I want to keep this rolling and keep it mm. going. And then because just losing that couple hours a week, I don't think it, I don't think it's as, it doesn't benefit me that much. It might actually hurt me. Because then I don't get a break, <laughs> right. but I want. But I do want to keep this going. I want because it's. I mean, I don't know. It's I. I've said before, like I maybe I should, but I think if I do, it's just I'll feel one. I'll feel bad about it, but then once I stop feeling bad about it, it just makes it harder to get back into it. Because there's a lot of little things that become habit, like even just running this stuff. And then if you go away from it and be like, it's just harder to get back to it. So I got to keep, I'm going to keep it going. Definitely. Oh, yeah. this thing going. Can't imagine that. Yeah. Have fun. Having can't imagine fun. imagine that. Ah. Yeah. So what have you been watching yeah. lately for uh, fun? Like dad. what's really rocked your living room theater? <laughs> um, last night was the halftime show. What was it? I saw, yeah. I was in a bar, so I didn't really hear it. Mm. We were, we were playing a game. I got, um, let's see, I have a six year old daughter and we're putting her down for sleep, but we always like, how hey, can you watch the halftime show with us? And so I'd love to do that, you know, and get your toothbrush and pajamas and whatever. And we're going to come back out. We're going to watch the halftime show. It's like, okay. So I'm like, you know, we should probably watch that down in the theater, you know, it's, it's a big show. It'd be fun to watch it on the big screen. Yeah. So they're like, Oh yeah, good idea. Good idea. So, you know, we do our thing. I get downstairs, hook it all up, get it going, turn it up a little bit. And, uh, man, it, it looked really good. That was a good show. And it was a good, um, the live feed of the whole, the whole thing. I have CBS, uh, Paramount plus, mm-hmm. and I'm watching an Apple 4k, um, Apple TV 4K, and mm-hmm. man, that stream was great. Yeah, it was good. perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. It, it was zero issues. Nice. Um, yeah, it looked amazing. And then um, I think the audio was a bit janky on the the show, but it's you know it's a it was a real live show, so it's, it's going to be off a little bit here and there, you know. Yeah, but we got that uh, thing cranked up, and I had that stereo. What do we have it hooked up, man? We were up in the mid seventies, um, DB, seventy DB, yeah. seventy DB in there, and uh, that's a lot as I ever got. And wife's holding her ears, <laughs> holding her ears, <laughs> and my daughter's dancing. She's dancing all over oh, the place. Nice. She had a great time. She's dancing and cheering and clapping and stuff. We had, we had a good time. That was a good yeah. show. We we turned it up pretty good for that. Nice. <laughs> What's yeah. funny is like broadcast TV or any kind of streaming anything. And you know, you're not really like when you look at the volume, you know, like we look at movies, we have mm-hmm. like, quote unquote, we have an idea of what reference should be, like what it mm-hmm. should, what the level should be. But movie like uh, like Super Bowls or sporting events, you create that. I mean, you don't know what they're doing on their end. So that's like. Mm-hmm. 
you could be past what would normally be reference level, right? In the, <laughs> in your room, like a movie yeah. might sound quieter by comparison sometimes because of what they do and what the NFL does on their end, pumping up the sound and everything. Yeah, from what I experienced, it definitely was low. I mean, actually, I had to turn it up quite a bit, and we never get up that high. So I want to say the feed was probably lower, oh, really? you know, like a Disney-type yeah. <laughs> 60, 70 dB is their reference or something. Ugh. But um, <laughs> there we go. And, but uh, I ain't got going down that road. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was um, it was it was pretty quiet though for sure. But you know, we crank it up. It's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Tune to taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tune to taste. That's right. Tune to taste. Oh man! But other movies. Um, what did we see? I mean, we had the Oppenheimer, and then we were watching. Oh man! Did you like Oppenheimer? I digged it. It was pretty cool. Um, I like I like the story. I and I appreciated the story about Oppenheimer himself. Yeah, uh, it was something that needed to be told, and um, I think they did a good job, you know, telling that story. Yeah, it looked good. Obviously, it looked good and sounded good. I mean, oh yeah, it's just gonna be that way, but. Oh, it's a well-rounded movie, long sucker, but but it doesn't man. seem it. Mm. I've seen it many times, and it's like it 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 paces well, paces very well for a three-hour movie. It and does pretty it, well. Yeah, it does. I've seen I've seen shorter movies that felt longer. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and this one, it's like when it's over after. The, it, Sometimes the for on a f- first viewing of a movie, it might like even like three hours. It might cook along, and you're like, "All right, yeah." And then the mm-hmm. second, the third time you see it, you might be like, "Oh, I still have three hours to go. I remember this part. Yeah, okay, we still got a ways to go. We got two hours left." No, every time I've viewed that movie, I've just been like, "Just fly right through." The only thing that slows me down is that I do need three hours to see it. So like yes. when you know you have nothing left, but nothing to do for three hours, it's like, all right, now I'll sit down and watch it. Cause that's another one for me that's hard to sit down and do mm. a, like start with a scene or just start and do a part of it or something. Cause it just does flow so well. Like Maverick, there's so many scenes that you can just sit down and watch because <laughs> oh, they're, yeah. they're the action scenes, right? And you're just like, all right, but. Oppenheimer is a little different to me in that it's like it's the entire movie that really works and and how and uh oh yeah, yeah. It was a very good story I mean such a cool um cool way they did it too it was yeah. a fun show yeah um what was I watching the other day it was like uh I don't know if it was on have you seen Masters of the Air? Masters of the Air. Now, I just know it's kind of funny. I just canceled uh, my Apple TV just for a little bit. Yeah. Just to try and, um, you know, keep it keep it under control because it's just too much sometimes. Um, too many, like, streaming. Oh, yeah. Streaming subscriptions. And if you're not paying attention, they can get out of control. So I, I we took that out. I said, give it a break. We knew True Detective was coming in, and we were going to watch that all the way. And, um, so we're doing that. And then, um, so we took it easy for a little bit. And then, um, uh, well, I'm, I think I'll get it back again. Um, when there's a few more shows, because I'm going to binge, I'm a huge fan 
of the Band of Brothers and the Pacific. Yeah. And everything that Tom Hanks did with their uh, kind of historical um, works that they did. Because it wasn't just World War II. It was um, the space program, um, yeah. the Apollo 13 series. Yep. And um, they, seemed, they seemed to – Tom Hanks and – it was Spielberg, right? Uh, Ron Howard did Apollo 13. Ron, Ron Howard did Howard. 13. Yep. But – um, Tom Hanks and he's done work with Spielberg with that was um, uh, yeah. Saving Private Ryan right 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 Saving Private Ryan yep and um, it's always been fun to watch those um, man I got sidetracked there <laughs> <laughs> but um, those movies are pretty sweet um and uh, the Band of Brothers, yeah, I was a fan of the Band of Brothers. I watched all those multiple times. I still think it's a fantastic show. Yeah. Um, one weird thing I did over Christmas uh, related to Band of Brothers is I was looking for <laughs> one. I was looking for good movies to watch around Christmas time, like we, like anyone does. But so you we broke were up Band of Brothers. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's a weird story. So we're thinking of like weird ways, weird stories and movies that happen over time. So we're like, you know what? Let's look into TV series because I'm about making like an unofficial Christmas list. So like here we go with diehard questions, right? But I'm talking about <laughs> other movies that are like Christmas <laughs> movies. And so um, we were experimenting with the idea of movies that were TV shows. So um, movies that went over a certain amount of time that went through Christmas time were trying to catch up. So I thought Band of Brothers might have an episode where the troops oh. were fighting during Christmas time. Okay. And I just decided to watch an episode of that. And that happened to be the best stone episode, which is pretty dark, oh. hmm. pretty dark. But um, it really – Very festive. It will make you very <laughs> – proud of celebrating Christmas after doing something like that though. Yeah. And that, you know, all the other people um, are going to be celebrating their holidays in a different way. Yeah. And um, you don't realize it, but that it, it happens whether you like it or not. And uh, you got to make the best of it. Yeah. And uh, that was really cool to see um, what they did, you know, make a little tree yeah. or something or do whatever they could to survive. And, um, that was one. So we were trying to explore that. And that was, a uh, an adventure. I'll say <laughs> I got a real life Christmas story like that. Um, my dad, my dad was in Vietnam and he used to tell me stories all the time. And, uh, I've said it on the show before, but that's where I get the, the bright side from is him. Mm-hmm. And growing up as a little kid, he would just tell me all these like, great stories they were always just fun they were always like he always put the positive spin on them like it was i mean i have so many of them that you're like it he just made it seem like he had a good time because mm-hmm. that's how he's like what else am i gonna do we gotta look at it positively right um well when they were over there he had to send like you had to send your christmas cards get it whatever you're gonna send it he said it was like august because by the time mm. they got here, oh you know, my gosh, time, yeah. So he <laughs> he sent uh, him holding an M uh, like an M sixty, 
mm-hmm. with the like the bandoliers across them, mm-hmm. all of them, and it like you know you got the helmet on the everything, and he's standing there, and he's all he's got that, and it's like um, it's like peace on earth during the holiday seasons. <laughs> That's what he said to his parents. Yes, yes. Goodwill like, to all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he sent that picture with you know peace peace on earth during the holiday seasons. And it's like, but he was like so proud of it. He's telling me he's like, oh yeah, isn't it? It's like, but that's you know, and exactly. what, I mean, what else are you gonna do? You can either just choose to be miserable or just find a way to get to get through. Yeah, get something. And that's what he did. Yeah. So yeah. it, it was a good. Uh, yeah, it was a good experience. A little odd, but yeah, <laughs> but it was fun. A little bit, yeah. I don't know what other ones we had going on there, but um, it was it was interesting. You could do like Friends or Seinfeld or something like that. You know, specials. I do all of them. Like I'll go through like during the year. I won't watch like if I'm watching like you said, like a Friends or a Big Bang Theory. The Christmas ones come mm-hmm. up. I, I won't watch them. But then in December, I know where they all are on like my favorite shows. Mm. Um, I think Paramount one, they did a whole night, like one Monday night this in December, they did all the Frasers in a row, all the Christmas Frasers in a row. Yeah. And and what I, what I like about that stuff is when they do these shows, especially like Frasier, if you ever watch that show, they would just go like Clark Griswold and decorate his apartment and everything like free. And that's what I love to do. I just love like so many decorations, so much stuff, just like it, as gaudy and, and crazy as, as possible. That's what like my wife was always, especially early on when we were married, she was always like, I like white Christmas lights and very classic and very country. I'm like, nope. <laughs> We're going all colors. We're going colors everywhere. Color we'll do th- and it's like just <laughs> as crazy as possible. Everywhere. I, things hanging from the that. ceiling and stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our Christmas cards <laughs> stay no up place. year round. Our Christmas cards stay up year round. We put them on the beam in our living room in this uh, house. There you go. And once they're up, they stay there until mm-hmm. we start getting Christmas cards and I take them down and we put the new ones up. There you go. So it's, it's all Christmas. It's oh, all, yeah. it, Cause it, if you think it's only one month a year mm-hmm. and then it's, then it's done, it's over and then you go it's back done. to normalcy. Right. So. Oh, fun. But yeah. You know what I'll say? What I didn't do it this year. Uh, the Flintstones. Oh, they have a bunch of Christmas episodes really? too. Oh yeah. 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 They all do, don't they? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's because that used to, and that used to be fun when we were younger too, because you didn't, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have like could watch them at any time. So it was like that time of year. It's like even, you know, when, you know, afternoons after school, you come home and it was December and it was like, Oh, Flintstones mm-hmm. Christmas, you know, it was fun to right. see. And that's that what I, I was trying to get my Plex server up and running and, and get some videos for my daughter. So it'd be like, you know, Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer and yep. all the ones you remember from your childhood. It's like, get it, get it, get it. Or even like, um, what was the one that was fun? Like, uh, the Muppet Show. Yeah. Um, Muppet Christmas. Old recordings of Muppet Christmases and things. Yeah. Those are great too. Yep. That was, fun. we used to do the, um, the Muppet Christmas album mm-hmm. on, uh, Thanksgiving night after 
after dinner, after everybody's gone, my father, they'd break out. We'd have the, you know, a record player out and we, we, the whole family would watch. We'd listen to that. And that had the, you know, the 12 days of Christmas in it. And, you know, and with, uh, animals like, you know, yeah. oh, so much. Did I remember fun. that. But yeah. Yep. Oh, I love yeah. that. The 12 days of Christmas, but with the Muppets. Yeah. It's so, our favorite. <laughs> yeah. Our favorite. Yep. We're always singing that, you know. You and the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I haven't seen a Muppets movie in a while. I'll have to watch that soon. Oh, man. I, I remember going to the theaters to see those when they came out. I did that, too. I think there's yeah. a great Muppet Caper. I think it's probably yes. one I saw in the theater. Yeah. That was yep. the only one I think I've seen. Uh, the, the Muppet movie was the first one. The Great Muppet Caper. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what the other ones, but yeah, that was a while back. (laughs) Yeah, it was, but it was like, it it was like, I just, I still remember getting ready to go and being like all excited to go to the movies, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, all right, here we go. Cause you were a little kid at the time. Let me see when that came out. Great Muppet Caper. We should look it up. (laughs) The Great Muppet Caper. (laughs) That's the one with the fork in the road, wasn't it? The baseball diamond or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right? It was yeah, the it was diamond, a big diamond. They got to steal. Yeah. 81, 1981. <laughs> yeah, oh my So I was eleven, um, and I'm the oldest in my family. So, nineteen eighty one. Yep. Raiders of the Lost Ark was nineteen eighty one. Yeah. So the Muppet movie came out in seventy nine. Mm-hmm. So this was two years after that. So. Yep. And I remember wow. seeing that too. The Muppet movie, yeah. Oh. That was the I, one where they did they get married? Uh, I don't remember. Kermit and Miss Piggy, I think, in that one. I feel like they're always getting married. Yeah. <laughs> in some form. <laughs> uh, some kind all right, of now I, now I've kinda see I gotta get I gotta get those. No, Let me here see, we go. I gotta I gotta see this. I'm like let me see. Let's see. What's his name? Was oh, there's another actor? He was, he was very common go. in the movies back then with um, the Muppets and Disney and stuff like that. John Denver? No. John Denver was in a bunch, but uh, so we have. Let me look him up. Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, that was Charles that was Grodin. 90. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's always been present around there. Kind of in shows. So, midnight, midnight Run. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Great Muppet Caper. That's 81. Let's see if it would out. The Great Muppet. Yeah, The Great Muppet Caper. <laughs> Christmas Carol. 2002. I'm seeing if there's any other ones. Oh, The Muppets Take Manhattan. That was, 80, that was 84. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that was it for that because I'm just looking at them right now here. So the Muppet movie was 79, 81, and then 84. That was the like the three of them. Yeah, because everything else came into the 90s or into the 2000s. Yeah, so yeah, I got the Muppet caper. All right, there we go. So as a goof, I typed in. 
1981 in my Plex just to see what I have in my collection that that was in there. And it's Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, the Cannonball Run, and oh. <laughs> the Road Warrior, and For Your Eyes Only for a James Bond movie. James Bond, yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that was 1981. I was going to say, yeah, that's 81. That's, uh, was that Roger Moore? Yes. Roger Moore, I think. Oh, and I watched this not to, the other day. History of the World Part One with Mel Brooks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Those are I love awesome. that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. History of the Cannonball Runs awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Of the world I haven't seen. Favorites. I remember, yeah. Cannonball run is like, guy rips the mirror off. What's up behind you does not matter. <laughs> um, Steve was going to watch Cannonball Run the other day. I don't know if he watched it or if he just bought it. I don't, yeah. I haven't seen, I don't think, I don't know if he's watched it yet. Yeah. Saw that in his feed. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's fun. yeah. Like he got that. And I, I didn't even get a chance. I haven't had a chance to ask him if it's like, if that's a new release or he just bought it on a whim or what. I don't know. But that, that movie, I watched that last year and it, it holds, it holds up. Cause of all the actors. Yeah. Yeah. The, the act, well, it holds up for, I guess like nostalgia or something, but, but I mean, it doesn't have yeah. the effects and the, the home theater. It doesn't, I, I don't, think it looked amazing but it was a really engaging it was hilarious movie from begin to end you know yeah um, they had that was an all-star cast and everything that was a good show so yeah on Kaleid- we don't have it on Kaleidoscape they have mm. Cannonball Run 2 but they don't have Cannonball Run yeah nah. that's interesting <laughs> Who knows? That's interesting. But, but uh, those movies are pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, 81. Yeah. <laughs> is that when Cannonball Run was? 81 as well? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All those movies I, I listed were all 1981. That one I saw on, like, TV. I saw that, like, on HBO or something. Oh, yeah. Later in the 80s, probably, like, 83, 84 is when I was able to see that. I don't think I got to see that. I don't. I didn't see that one in the theater. What was that one rated? Is oh, that even good question? I think it might have been like rated R or something. No way. It says it's PG, but that can't be right. Well, there was no. There was. It was PG to R. That was it. <laughs> there was no PG thirteen <laughs> yeah, back then. <laughs> yeah, and it definitely wasn't G. <laughs> oh my god. So, no, yeah, it says PG. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe it. And when was Airplane? That movie. That was 80. Airplane mm. was 80. So I was thinking of that one. I remember that one. That one I went for my birthday. My parents took me to see for my 10th birthday. No way. <laughs> yep. That would be cool. Yep. But 10 years old watching that. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, some wild that, stuff. Yeah. It's a... Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know if they expected it to be just that, but it was. <laughs> but, but they were surprised. <laughs> oh, a little bit. A little What's bit. all these Jehovah's Witnesses? What's up with this? <laughs> yeah. Was, or whatever they were. They weren't, they weren't that. Um, they were, um, sh- not Shriners or. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. The, Mon- the, like monks or something. I don't even know if you can make that movie today. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I'm gonna add uh, that to the list of movies cannot be made. Yeah. No way. Oh, airplane or airplane. history of the world as we were just talking about it. Yes, that one can't be made. A lot of those mm-hmm. ones can't. But that's the point. Yes. Yeah. That's oh. why you dust those off and put them in. Yep. Put them in your player. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you think about that? Do you think, um, where do you stand on the whole physical versus digital? And I hmm. mean, that digital, I think, you know, you're, you're not wrong. I've heard you say it before. That streaming's, streaming's probably going to be the future. Um, and I think physical will be around for quite a bit, but um, I, I think that the, uh, the technology is really based off of like how fast you can get the information to the customer. And so there has going to have to be, um, something's got to give. Um, it's either if the internet speeds go up and, and gets accessible to everyone and then you can say goodbye to all, all the hard, hard, um, copies of anything. Yeah. Um, as soon as they figure that all out, um, but other than that, unless, unless internet gets out to everyone, it's going to, it's going to be here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no I, doubt. well, like anything else, nothing, nothing disappears completely, but it also like, but it, if it gets replaced, that's a different situation. And so mm-hmm. like, when you think of like laser got replaced, it got replaced by DVD. It got upgraded. So it's like, once there's an upgrade, why would you go back? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it, once, and that's what I think is going to happen is like, I think streaming is going to surpass the quality of, you know, physical. Because physical has limitations and all it takes is it, the limitations, meaning the size, like there's only so much information you can put on there. Right. Whereas if you can, if you can even beat that by like 1%, all the people that care most, all the people that really care about physical media, they care because it's the best for the most part, right? Yes, people, there are certain collectors and they're like, I just want to have the box. I want to collect mm. and I want this. But like anybody listening to us, it's, this is like, it's, you're talking about the quality. It's always been the quality for me. And it's like, I'll jump right to the next best thing because it's better quality. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when Blu-ray and HD DVD came out together, any person that had the ability to get both did. So they could see which one was going to be better. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and, and ironically, it was HD DVD that was actually better 
but mm. it got backed and then Blu-ray caught up and basically matched it and is, I wouldn't say surpassed it. I'm sure HD DVD would be just as good today. Anyways, it's the same, basically the same. It should be. <laughs> yeah. You're looking for the same right. tech. Um, mm-hmm. but all we need is that streaming. Once it, once it catches mm-hmm. and surpasses physical. That's all we need to hear is like, yep, it's better. This looks better. Why would yeah. I go back to that? Just so I could say I have it and be like, oh, well, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of all that. Like, oh, you got to keep it and own it because they'll take it away from you. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't worry about it. It's always somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. You know? It is always somewhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you got to, you're going to have copies of your backup, your, your videos. They're going to go somewhere and yeah, you can't, it's not, it's not realistic to keep all your videos everywhere. You got to find room for all this stuff. Trust me. I know. I mean, I've seen, (laughs) I've seen your guys, your guys setups and you know, just walls of discs and I'm, I can't, can't go forever. You know, just like your screen, you know, and that's and that's what I said though. It's like you think that it's like this is forever. Well, so are my laser discs, but they're they're worthless mm-hmm. because they're not. They don't look as good. They don't sound as good. Right. They don't play in today's systems. So you can say like physical is forever, but it's unless you want to use it as a coaster, it really isn't. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like. I, and, and I've experienced it. I've seen it. I've watched it and it's, I've been through it. I've bought it. I own it. <laughs> yeah. All the iterations. You know, yeah. Yeah. And I think imagine people just getting into it today, 30 years from now, how much money they probably would have saved because they bought everything through like a digit, like an oh, iTunes man. or something. And if it's sticking around, it's just been upgraded over 30 years. Yeah. And you know where it is all the time and eventually the quality will be, get there and then surpass whatever we have today. And it's, right. you know, and before you know it, every iteration of Star Wars will be right there and you'll have the title of it. And then you can see like theatrical director's cut, special edition, special editions, uh, director's cut. And you just be able to click. Yeah, yeah. you'll be able to drop down the menus and click, oh, you know what? I want to see this one for once, you know? Yeah. And it's, it eventually it'll all be there and you'll just choose whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I mean, makes sense to me. <laughs> makes sense to me. And it's like, and it's still able, they will still be able to, you know, sell it to us or whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll be making money off of it or. Oh, yeah. That's the other part with physical is like physical isn't. Think of it from their perspective. The studios, that is. Mm-hmm. They don't want to sell you something that's forever. Oh, no. They, no they don't make any more money no. off of you. Right? No, no. So it's like, you know that they're... That's why I think that everything they're doing right now is because something else is coming in the next years or so. They're like one last push at physical mm-hmm. before it dies. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. One last kick at the can. <laughs> I mean, storage, I mean, like the storage media, you know, I'd have to do that unless they start selling like, I don't know, like if they find a cost that would be cheaper to sell USB drives with the discs on there or something like that. And then you'd, then it'd be something. Yeah. And that, well, 
and we said that R and I had a conversation about that a while ago when somebody came out with like a, it was like a, a 200 or a 10, I think it was actually, it was a 10 terabyte disc or something mm-hmm. ridiculous, like a single disc that held 10 mm-hmm. terabytes. And I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you go back to a spinning disc? Just put it on a, just put it on a flash drive, yeah. right? You just put it on a 10, 10 terabyte flash drive. Yeah. And you could have the entire Star Wars collection in there. Yeah. And you could sell that in a box. Or you could we, sell- we had this ability for like 30 years ago. Or not 30, yes. but, you know, like 20 years ago, they, they you could buy a thumb drive big enough to do yep. what you need to do. Yeah. Why are we spinning a disc yeah. when you can just put it onto a hard drive? I mean, you could still put copy protection on the thumb drive. You could still mm-hmm. do – I mean, you could do everything. It's like why are yeah. we still spinning a disc? Because when you spin a disc, you can run into like, oh, it's skip. We have issues. Different players play it different ways. You put it onto a thumb drive and you make it – you know, you could even sell the player for it if you want. Like, oh, these are the th- – because it, it has to be encoded. You know, you yeah, can, I mean, right. whatever technology they put on these discs, they could put onto a thumb drive, mm-hmm. right? And it's like here, HDCP. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know whatever they want to do, they could do. But but even at that, you're still that is still set up. It's it's limited to what that can hold. Mm-hmm. Whereas streaming is like literally unlimited. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, it's. You're up to. It's just how much bandwidth can you? Yeah. What, what kind of compression bandwidth. algorithms do you have? What kind of bandwidth can you? And mm-hmm. that's always evolving too. That's mm-hmm. always getting better. These discs are never getting bigger. <laughs> that's Not really. You know, they, yeah. You know, no. it, so it's. I just think like the evolution of the entire thing is just makes sense. Yeah. Now, on our end, if if they want to sell us something and we set up our own hard drives and you want to download it and store it and they want to, okay, you want to have this so that you can have a private collection that doesn't need an internet connection, you know, a la like a Kaleidoscape, can they mm-hmm. come out with a cheaper version for that for the masses that's not as sophisticated? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That would be the way to go. And then you could, then you could sell that to people and be like, okay, here's your digital code. You can store. Now you bought this. Now you can download it and own it. There you go. Yeah. Or you could just stream it. But even it, but there's no difference in quality. Nope. You'd still stream it and it would look the same as what you downloaded. But at least now you know you own something so you can unplug from the world and still watch it. Right. Right. So right. I'm, I'm sure they'll come up with something like that. Yeah. Eventually. Someday. Eventually, that's, that's going to be obviously they're going to have some fights about you know copy protection and pirating. Yeah, you know, and, it's uh, going on now with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's already done. It's already yeah. done. <laughs> it's already been done. Yeah, like it's already been they're... copied. Yeah. So I can't right. wait to see what they come out with next for like quality. Quality. How, quality how, I can't wait to see how they improve it. It's not going to be that Apple Pro Vision Pro. No. That's not it. <laughs> That's not the wave of the future. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's way, way in the future or something like that, where you're just going to be running the world on goggles or something. No. But, mm, I don't know no. what it would be. Um, screens. I don't know. I think like integrated walls and things like that. Um, 
and probably some kind of technology that would be where it wouldn't have a normal wall. It would be a screen, you know. Right. Well, speakers are going to be part of the screen. Right. From what they, I mean, they already do it now. You can make it, it looks like a, it's a screen, but it, but mm-hmm. how do you get that to the, to the level of quality of sound of what we're accustomed to from a speaker, yeah. a traditional speaker, right? For like, sure. I got to imagine now it'll sound good, but is that really going to sound like a center channel? Could, mm-hmm. right? right? So they're going to, I mean, that, if you're going to go that big with screens, you're going to have to come out with that idea. Mm-hmm. But I think that's, 10 plus years away yeah. with where it would be acceptable quality for, you know, a home theater person. Right. I mean, it, that'll be nice for, for the masses. Like you won't have, like the speakers won't have, it won't have speakers, but imagine they can imagine you had a 140 inch screen on your wall or a hundred, even 120 inch. Mm-hmm. And like they could move the sound around that screen because the screen mm. was the speakers. You know, oh, yeah. And they could move that sound around, like pan it and just if they can manipulate that because it's actually literally coming off the screen. That would be crazy. That would be a lot of fun. That's going to replace the sound bar now, yeah. right? And it will be nice, but I don't think it's good. Just like a sound bar today isn't equal to like what we can do with our theaters. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a nice alternative, but it's not it, – I mean, it's a, it's a big drop down. Yeah. And have – or, or integrate, you know, like you know where you know you're going to need a screen, and then you mm-hmm. know where you're going to need audio, and then like plan, you know, where where the sound's going to go, where it's going to go, and where is it going to be projected to and from, back at you, and then who knows? It'd be a three dimensional experience too, surrounding you. I mean, you're in a bare wall room. Maybe decorations on the wall are a thing of the past and you just walk into an empty room and then you're just like, you decorate it with digital, digital decorations. Oh. You know, you put your chair here, tables, your picture frames, you're just moving so your picture wherever you want to go. Everything in like yeah. neutral gray. Yeah. And then, or like a white. Now, (laughs) so like, so we're picking out our rooms, like we pick out screens. Like, so yeah, I got my, so my living room's a 0.13 gain. Uh, (laughs) because it's got some bigger windows in it and I want some nice contrast. Mm -hmm. Um, but then in my bedroom, I'm going with a, a a 0.08 cause the lights are usually off in there on the gain on that. So, you know, (laughs) the mood lighting or whatnot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I went with like, you know, slightly darker room. It's like, it's so funny. It's like, and nothing is on the walls, but then you walk in and, now, is this going to be like laser projected or is this potentially like everybody does wear like regular, it looks like regular glasses, but now everything is like your reality in the glasses. Like oh, you yeah, paint you miss- the colors of the walls in your friend's house. <laughs> That's probably where they make the money on it. There'd be an ad there <laughs> and you, oh my God. you're seeing this ad and the other person seeing a different ad. They're looking at the same wall, you know? Like, well, yeah, but di- didn't you see that in, what was that minority report? They already did that. Like wherever yeah, you go, it yeah. says, Hey, what they're doing it now. You drop oh, by yeah, a Best are. Buy, yeah. your phone tells you what's on sale in the store. Yeah. You know, your phones, they're already doing it now. Like, but yeah, do you, like if you whatever. had like, 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 you know, Apple Vision Pros be, you know, 10 years from now, it's just a mm-hmm. regular pair of glasses 
and you're walking around wearing these and it's telling you like what's on sale and like, or, oh my God, what about like, what if you go into the store and there's not any prices on anything, but you pick something up and it's like, oh, it costs that much. Okay. Yeah. But right next to it, it, right next to it, it tells your bank account comes up and tells you you, what you can afford and what your bank account would be if you bought it, what it is after it. Yeah. You'd have all these programs going. (laughs) No. It's insane. A little guide, a little like a someone, yeah. a little action figure or whatever you want to call it. A little graphic comes up and tells, talks to you. No, I yeah. shouldn't buy that. No. Hey, this is on sale though. Check this out. <laughs> yeah. Go in the grocery store and it's like, no. um, you can afford this steak or this steak, but not that steak because your bank one. account can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it starts blocking all the options you can't afford and yeah. you're just looking like, oh, wow, there it is. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I'm away. Box of Cheerios. We'll make this okay. quick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Shouldn't have bought that TV before I went in the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Totally. Uh, so mac and cheese again. All right. Right. <laughs> right. Ramen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that'll be, I mean, think of the possibilities. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I just. Did you see that? Did you hear me talking with Ara about the, um, those, they have the, the picture frames that are speakers. Oh, um, Samsung has them. Samsung. I, I mean, I'm familiar with all the IKEA products that, uh, it could took off pretty in popularity. Uh, is that one where they just take a flat surface and they put the transducers? No, like, this, it's, the, the, it's back, the screen it's the whole is, thing is, is it right? The screen is the speaker. So you put right. it like on an end table or something. And it's like, so, mm-hmm. and I, I was saying, I'm like, I know in my living room, we're going to have the, 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 um, <clears throat> the frame, the Samsung frame version yeah. mm-hmm. over the fireplace. And, but then I'm like, that would be great surround channels to put like some pictures in the back of the room, picture frames. And that's your surround channels yeah. and everything looks normal. It's like nobody would know, like, where's this all coming from? That'd be, I mean, the front wall, you're going to know because I'll have our speakers up there running off of the SVS Pro Base, Sound Base Pro, I think it's called. And, but that's it. And then, but then if, if the room is being filled, then it'll be coming from like <laughs> picture frames. Oh, yeah. Oh, can you imagine? I mean, that would be crazy. Or, or yeah. if they had like, um, like there was a map of your room. That could, that could be like the future. It'd be like a map of your room. So you had the three-dimensional speakers and you had like uh, your picture frames over here and there. And then you kind of mapped it all out. Like you're, it just knew what you have. And then it probably just adapted to whatever you, whatever you have laying around. You end up having a seven or even 12, 13 channel base layer and you didn't even know it. Because you had all these picture frames and different things. Yeah, yeah. And at most, like, you're just probably trying to figure out that, how to do that with things above the yeah. atmospheric sounds. That would be really cool to see. What about the idea of like, Matrix. you know, like now, like the, the, the displays will have the, the sensor on it for mm-hmm. how much light's in the room and it'll automatically dim it. Right. What if there was a sensor on where you were? in the room. Mm-hmm. And if you had enough speakers around, it would adjust where the sound came automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Automatically adjust the sweet spot to where you were. Yeah. It's like, I could see that. I mean, that 
that's just, that's an easy fix. Solo, like you, yeah. You know, that's, mm-hmm. it's something that, and I'm not saying like, it's super easy, but I mean, I could totally see that coming within five to 10 years of like, oh, this is like, if you had a camera, you put a camera into your theater space mm-hmm. and now it sees where you're sitting and it automatically adjusts everything for that sweet spot. Sure. You know, and then if you had like three people in the room, it would adjust it so that it's like, okay, for these three people, we're going to adjust it like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure I get mathematically impossible after I had a few more years, but I'm sure no, that well, for one or two people, I'm sure it'd be doable. Well, we sure. had an, in, we had an interesting conversation in one of the Patreon chats and, um, about, having a theater that can hold like 15 people mm-hmm. when there's one person in there, the acoustics are completely different than if there are 15 people in there mm-hmm. because those 15 people are now sound absorbers. Mm-hmm. So your reference level is going to be completely different at 15 people than it is at one. Sure. So you have to recalibrate for that many people. You have to do all, and that's, that would be something like that. That's where that would come in handy. It would recalibrate the room for you with that many people in the room. Right. That would, that would be pretty cool. And on a system like that, you would want Mm -hmm. that. Like any room that can hold 15 people or whatever, that would be a, a worthy piece to add. And it would be, you know, it's probably expensive, but if you have a room that can hold 15 people for a movie, Mm. well, you probably had some money because you built a room for 15 people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jeez. so no, yeah. that's, that's, no, that's cool. Cool ideas. Mm. A little bit out there, but you know, we're yeah, here. Everything dreaming. we have is out it's there. It's the bright side. Yeah. <laughs> Most of what we have is out there. Most people don't even know what we do and what we oh, have. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, What's that weird box on the ground? You know, like, oh, that's a subwoofer. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They call it, most people call it a stereo. Yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) Stereo. What kind of stereo you got? Oh. (laughs) Okay. Uh. Yeah. It's back there. Nice little setup. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, subwoofers is always a big one. Subwoofers. But I I think most people understand subwoofer because they either had a car or especially guys. Any, you know, Mm -hmm. all of my like friends that all my guy friends that know, like they'd be like, if I said subwoofer, they'd understand. Mm -hmm. But if you say like the different kind of Blu-ray players or a 4K player versus a Blu-ray player and then, then you're talking about, you know, Plex. Zapiti, Kaleidoscape, mm. gone. They have no idea what they're uh, talking about. Yeah, it definitely doesn't go there. No, not even a clue. Not mm-hmm. even a clue. And it's yeah. like, you know, people yeah, have know. no idea what it is. Yeah. It's been, uh, they, they, um, it's hit or miss. You're definitely trying to find people, but uh, definitely have the community here. <laughs> as soon as you find um, yeah. The people you're looking for, um, you, you stick around. You don't want to lose those. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, a, yeah. Getting back to, like you said, getting back into the community and talking mm-hmm. to people because it's, people don't understand. But I, I would, 
we don't do this. Like I didn't anyways, even it's like, I don't do it to talk about it. Like I never did it to be like, look what I got. And that's what was so exciting is like, if somebody came into your living, like when I had a living room theater, somebody would come in and if they asked, at least in my experience, I was always just like, if you want to ask, go ahead, you know? And then if you did look out, that was like, you know, you pulled the pin and that's, so, you know what I mean? But I didn't, I did it. I, I do all of this for me. You know, it's like, I've always done it for me. It's like, it just, because this is what I like to do. I like to tinker with the stuff. I like to, mm -hmm. and you know, it, it's, that was the fun of it. But then it was like, when you went to the stores, it was fun, especially back then talking with people that, that were like-minded and it, that was interesting. But I'm like, it sounds weird because it's like, it, you know, I started the podcast to get out, you know, so I could talk so I could tell people about scenes and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to put down, obviously I would never put down the community, but it's a nice plus to be able to talk to people. But none of us did this on the hopes of getting to talk to people. We all did it just for ourselves, right? It's, totally. like, it's like, yeah. you're like, nobody built their theater and it was this like, really it cool. wasn't like feel the dreams, build it and they will come. No, they mm -hmm. won't. It's like, uh, yeah, you're yeah. be all by yourself. You totally like, are. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, and that's why I think it's like the home theater community, it's a plus, mm. but it's not like it, it we never, we we got, we all got into this knowing that it was probably a pretty lonely thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you could make some friends that knew about it, it was rare, right? And it, right. you know, like John and I both love home theater, um, you know, but it, it I can't, it's like you, if you heard that there was another one in the area, you're like, who? <laughs> like, exactly. Who else has one? I'll be there. You know? <laughs> yeah. And like, like when I met Jim, my projector guy, I was like, he's like, Oh yeah, I travel around and I do home theater calibrations. I'm like, there's more, you know, yeah. and you're, like I knew there were, but they're just so rare and it's not. And that's why I think it's so rare is because you might have been friends with somebody that has one forever, but neither of you said anything because you mm -hmm. just don't go around going, Hi, I have a home theater. <laughs> it's like everybody goes, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, uh, just thinking about it, you know, I never even considered reaching out beyond, I mean, like, I wasn't really into the forums and AVS forums. I mean, it was pretty obvious that, you know, you're just getting into another world and you don't want to go too deep. And I, mm. I know that. I knew that before even diving into it. I didn't want to go in that direction, but I knew that you were going to be alone in this kind of field. But, um, man, finding like when I, I, th I think the first time I really got out to, re to reach out and find, it was probably forums. I probably got into forums quite a bit, but then AV, I watched AV, um, listen, watched, but watched and listened to AV rant. Mm. And, um, that was like the first time it was just like, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to learn. I want to learn about this now. Yeah. And, um, these, and this is a whole group of people that are all kind of like interested in the same thing. So I just hung with them. I've been listening to them for quite a, quite a long time. Didn't realize it. And, um, and then, um, and uh, I saw your podcast come out and I'm like, oh man, this is, this is cool because we're in the same, uh, 
same understanding of where we are in a community as far as like who who's covering what. I mean, we have Ralph Potts and Amy mm-hmm. Rant, uh, HDTV, um, maybe Nirvana, um, all these guys all coming out there. Um, and uh, they create their own little avenues. And mm. they they know though all the people I've listened to knew that there are boundaries and they're like eh, I want to go this direction I don't want to go into the news direction or I like news or or mm. I like create content or, or what have you and uh, but either way it was kind of like this this sensation that like you were alone but then all of a sudden you're not you know it's like there are right. others out there and uh, and it was kind of funny when I was when you started doing take over Tuesday I'm thinking like oh man I'd like to go on the show this would be a fun thing to do and uh, the idea of just talking talking theater talking tech um, whatever amused you it was we're all kind of in the same same attraction so it was very easy to listen listen in on the podcasts and follow along. Then you finally just get in your own little avenue where like where I fit in, you know, where, who are the people I want to talk to? Who are the people I want to listen to? You know, it's pretty amazing how, how diverse uh, it is. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. It, it, It is. It's like, I had no idea. This is where I would be. This is where this podcast would go. And to your point of like, we all have our, avenues in our like our our place right Mm -hmm. so like you said like you got you got ralph you got you know todd you got even michael at av nirvana and then you've got av rant and you've got ht guys you got myself and we all do a little something different but it's not like it's not like any one of us ever said like, okay, well, here's the thing. All right, I wanted to do that, but they're already doing it, so I'm going to do this mm-hmm. instead. And it was, I think, like, obviously, HT guys are probably, the, they're probably the oldest mm-hmm. at podcasting. But we all started out, I know me in particular, I was listening to all those guys. Mm-hmm. And what I was doing was I was just searching for what I what I eventually made myself and mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. So I was like, if, if this already existed, like, mm-hmm. I mean, the site sounds and scenes, something about just mm-hmm. the, the scenes and everything and just mm-hmm. chatting about the scenes. If that already existed, I wouldn't have done a podcast. Yeah. I just would have, you know what I mean? Cause I would have already had it and mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. And I would have loved that show and I would have jumped on that. And I, I would have been mm-hmm. like, well, I'm not going to copy him. Right. Mm-hmm. But I know R and Braden, they were brand new. They were, they started when podcasting started. So they just did what they wanted to do. And I know Tom did the same thing. It was like, you want to do a podcast? So they, we all just do what we like, what we want to do. And even mm-hmm. if another show comes out that's just like mine and you want to talk scenes, knock yourself out because you, if it's what you really want to do, you're going to be great at it. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, and it's like, I'm not threatened in the least of, uh, by that at all. It's if, if you see something and you say, all right, I'm going to copy that, you're probably going to have a hard time with it. Because mm-hmm. unless it's something you just really want to do and it's organic and from you, mm-hmm. you're going to have a hard time 
coming with the same passion that, like you said, all the people you mentioned, right. that we're all just doing what we like to do. And mm-hmm. that's where we slot in. Right. So it's, it, it you know, it, like I said, I wouldn't be doing this if there was somebody already doing it because I'd just be too busy listening to them. Totally. No, I totally <laughs> you know? agree. And I was, um, when I was looking, now I started getting in AV rant and, you know, my, my list of things, it's like, man, there's no one out there that does like the movie experience. Um, and, um, there are others that they do reviews and they do kind of like, um, I don't know, like comment on the disc or, you know, maybe a director or it'll be like trivia based or something. Mm-hmm. It was, it's kind of like, yeah, it, it beats around the bush. And I'm just trying to like, man, can you just tell me the good stuff? You know, <laughs> yeah. tell me, tell me like, I want, I mean, like DJ, what I want from your podcast is like, I want a list of all the scenes and I just right. want to click them and watch <laughs> yeah. them over and over again. And that's all, I, that's all I want to do. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's why I'm, I'm sitting here hoping like, oh man, we're going to have a list of, of timestamps I can hit. I'm going to hit. Uh, I know. This. I want to get back click, to that. Click, click, click. Oh man. Because I want to get back to that. I will too. And it's <laughs> like once when my room's done and everything and things, I mean, I just think I remember when, when I was doing that, it was so, I loved it because that's what I love to do. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is so time consuming. I, oh, yeah. I mean, I had, I really didn't have anything else. I was like, both of my kids were either in college when I started and I had, I had downtime. And like, so for instance, when my son was in high school, uh, my daughter, my kids were in school. My daughter was in dance. My son was in hockey, lacrosse, football. I mean, we, I didn't have time to myself right mm-hmm. so it was like drive a kid here drive a kid there do this do mm-hmm. that so you, and we loved every minute of it going to my son's hockey games he went to school two hours away from us for college and we went down to his college watched i we i don't think i missed a hockey game maybe i missed a couple here and there mm-hmm. um when he when he went to college so we drive two hours and then even his last year which was 2020 when he was a senior it's like he made it to the um the quarterfinals for the national championships and they were in like um Pennsylvania and my wife and I drove out there and if they won they'd play again the next day uh, if they yeah. lost we were going to come home and Run it was a 5 hour in. drive 5 hour <laughs> drive out he had a 6 o'clock game the game would have been over at 8:30 we'd be home at like one thirty in the morning. We're like, yeah, we'll do that. That's a 10 hour, dri- 10 hours of driving with a hockey game in the middle, whatever. Well, you won. Okay. So uh, he wins. A little bit like, so we go to the hotel. We were like, you got any rooms? And they're like, oh, uh, yeah, they had a crap load of them because that was right before COVID. And oh. everybody was canceling rooms. Oh we're my like, God. Yep, really put us in. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So we, we took three. No. <laughs> so we got a room and then he went on the next morning and we're like, he played at 10. He won. And then you're like, Oh, now he does. He played again at three. And we're like, Oh my God. So, but then, uh, that game he lost. So he didn't get to go to the finals in, uh, Texas that year. But the team that 
that, oh, the team that he lost to, I think he lost to Harvard. Now this, he's not in division one. This was club hockey, but he was playing, playing their club, Harvard's club team. Club I think it was Harvard. Okay. Yeah. So the next day they found out that Harvard had backed out and couldn't go. They weren't going to go because of the pandemic. Okay. So I right. said, congratulations, you made it to the Nationals. <laughs> because they backed out and yeah, he goes, that's a forfeit. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I think we did. And he goes, in like three hours after Harvard backed out, they canceled the Nationals. I go, for three hours, you were going. <laughs> yeah, right. I go, if Harvard had kept their mouth shut, then they wouldn't have been going. I'm like, isn't that cool? You made Nationals. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> it was so funny. But anyways, my point in that whole thing is, I spent so much time running around doing everything mm-hmm. that when I did go to do the show, I had time. And it was like, I would sit down and it's like, just so, like when I used to do those breakdowns, I'd watch the movie mm-hmm. uninterrupted and I'd timestamp it with my phone. So I'd do a screen grab because I'd set, I'd set a stopwatch on my phone. I'd hit start of the movie, mm-hmm. push play and start on a stopwatch on my phone at the same oh time. My gosh. Right. Yeah. So now I'll, here, I'll even show you, I'll try to show you. I can probably go back in my pictures in a couple, for a couple of years. And you'll see. I remember you telling this story about how you timestamped it all and you were doing phones and you were tapping one and the other and going back and forth and. Yeah. So like it, it was crazy. And this was all like, I mean, even once I got the Kaleidoscape, that the app on your phone, now, if you just put the app on your phone, you open it up in, in the control, as soon as you open your phone, it'll tell you just the saver. You haven't even opened the phone. Just tap the screen, uh, and you know how it has to open up from there? It yeah. won't even open up from there, but at the bottom, it'll tell you exactly where you are in the movie, how much time's left, blah, blah, blah. So I could screen oh, okay. grab from there. But what I used to do with the stopwatch, let me see if I can. It's It's not hard to find because, <laughs> oh, that's 2017. I didn't have a podcast then. Um, let's get to 2019. That's 2018. But you'll, you, when you see this, you'll be like, wow. And I'd timestamp some movies out and you'd be like, holy crap. I'd be like, oh, 41 timestamps, 31 timestamps. Mm. So then I would take those timestamps and I would go back through and have to get to like, okay, I'm at like, Five minutes and 13 seconds. What did I see here? What did I hear here? Sometimes I wouldn't hear it again. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, I must have, it must have been small and I I was really in the moment and I missed it. But if it made the show, I found it. I mean, it was obviously something that I found there. Um, all right. So damn, I got a lot of pictures in this phone. (laughs) April 19. I'm trying to remember like some of the ones you did. Um, I did a lot. I did a lot of shows. Uh, favorite see. one was, um, not favorite, but one, a notable one that I remember that I'll tell <laughs> a, everyone. That's a very nice way to put it. A notable one. <laughs> a notable one that I, I, I'll tell people is to watch, um, oh man, what was it? With, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson in um, um not the uh, uh Ghost in a Shell no that one um man 
Not a Marvel movie. Oh, Uh, Lucy. Lucy. uh, Yeah. Lucy. When you guys bust, when you bust out Lucy, I'm like, man, I haven't, I mean, I've seen Lucy. I haven't seen it in a while. And then, uh, but I do remember that last time I saw Lucy, it was before I bought a new subwoofer. It it was, I had a Klipsch, like a special from Best Buy, you know, a Klipsch, uh, you know, cheapo, like 200 bucks or something. 10, it was a 10 inch down firing box ported sub. And, um, it, it made a bunch of sounds, (laughs) as Tom would say, (laughs) a bunch of fart noises, whatever it did. But I mean, it would chuff, it would chuff on the big notes for sure. And then, um, and so then I bought, uh, got your show. Lucy comes up and I got a subwoofer and it's like, oh man, I want to check this out. And I'm like, I don't remember this movie like this at all. Like uh, that thing shook the house. Yeah. It just shook the house. And I was yeah, like, man, I really need to relook at all these movies now after getting a subwoofer that can reproduce something that's close to what you're supposed to hear. Right. It's, it's, it's amazing when you get a new piece of gear that pulls out something that's always been there. You just didn't Mm -hmm. get to experience it, you know? And it's, it's funny when people, when you'll hear people, oh no, no, it doesn't matter. That stuff doesn't matter. Mm -mm. (laughs) Really? It just means you haven't experienced it yet. Yeah, it's exactly what it means. (laughs) So it's like, don't. Tell me. All right, here's one. This is a small what movie is this? I'm trying to think. I'll show you on the screen. But so like. Don't blow it up. So there's an example. See all those? That's all the timestamps. Okay. Look on your screen. I, you know what? Yeah, I see all, all the up. numbers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me upload my screen up for you. There. Yeah. Yeah, I got a little box, like a grid layout with. Yeah, it looks like a grid time. layout. But that's. Mm-hmm. Now watch. I'll, I'll click on one. Mm-hmm. 3483, right? Yeah. 1052, 14. All the numbers, right. So, so all the while, that's that's just ticking away while I'm watching the movie. Right. And then it's just on my phone going. I don't even pick up the phone. I just hit the side and do a you screen grab it. by pushing the buttons on the side, right? Uh-huh. So that's how I would timestamp it. But then I would have to go all the way. Then I'd have to watch the movie again. <laughs> To see exactly what the timestamps were, mm-hmm. write them down. But then the hardest part was even once I did all of that, now I had to sit down here and like sound like I just saw it. it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> because I didn't want to. <laughs> so one of the things that I ended up doing is when I got this this quote unquote studio going fairly well, mm-hmm. my theater was right over there. I'd watch it. I'd hit record. Mm-hmm. I'd go in, watch the scene, run right over here, and talk about it. All right. That go would back, help. Go mm-hmm. back, watch the next scene, and come back here and talk about it. Oh and gosh. I'd end up with like a three-hour recording with all that dead space in the middle. Right. Then I'd go back, and I'd have to cut all of that out. And <sighs> if you go back and listen to my old shows, you can hear me. Like one of the things I used to do is so I used to talk about so it would be harder for you to pick up where the gaps were, where I was cutting. Mm -hmm. So say I watched a scene and I'd be like, you know, like say I just watched um, 
uh, I don't know, like a scene in Maverick, right? And right. I'd be like, you know, like I'd talk about, uh, <clears throat> the, um, What's the, what are they, I, I'd have to come up with a name for the scene too, cause I didn't even do that until later. But I'd be like, so, you know, oh, the, the bass in this was incredible and blah, blah, blah. And I'd, I'd just talk about it, blah, blah, and, and oh my God, that was great. And it's like, so, uh, and now this next one, and I'd walk away. Or I'd say, and this next one <laughs> right. at, Right. And okay. I'd stop and then this stop. next one. At, do the next one. <laughs> I'd go watch the next one, oh come back and go 30 minutes and three seconds and then start wow. talking. So when I cut that together, you would hear and the next. So my voice would sound more natural flowing that way, because if I stopped and all of a sudden now the hardest part, especially when you're editing, is like if I went, oh, my God, that was awesome. <laughs> okay, this next one coming at. And, yeah, like, right. and now when you edit out that gap, it'd be like, that was awesome. And now this next one at. <laughs> You're like, what yeah. the hell was that? <laughs> it was so awful. So like my enthusiasm might be so high in one place, but then you come back in it at 30 minutes and three seconds. What the hell? So it got to be, but I I was having fun with it. I was learning how to do all this stuff, learning about how to modulate your voice correctly for stuff like that. It was good, but I do love doing those scenes, but it's super time consuming. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. It, it, it's not too much. I mean, there's a place for it, but like, like remember when I did Pacific Rim? Did you ever hear that one? Yeah. That one was, that one, I actually brought all my crap into the room and recorded sitting in my chair. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was like, it's just beginning to, I'm like, and I even say it, I go, how am I going to do this? I don't know. Let's go. (laughs) Because it's just one demo scene after. Yeah. Remember that? Like first 30 minutes, then 45 minutes. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, it was fun, but it's like, if I, I couldn't do, I can't do that now. I just don't have, I don't have the time. I, oh, I barely have time to sit down and watch something. Never mind, break it all down and then go over that. And I don't know if I'll ever get back into like doing full movies, but I definitely, absolutely will be coming back with. I'll be getting back into breaking down a scene, maybe a couple of scenes a week, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I've toyed with that now. Yeah, it um, doesn't have to be I a just, lot. I love doing it. Yeah, yeah I just, just love doing top that. Three, watch a movie. Well, Three notable scenes. Yeah. But you know what else I like to do too is I also like, and and people really did when I was doing it is like, it wasn't always just the like, like, you know, the 215 scene from Maverick. Like everybody knows that. Everybody's talking about that. But Mm -hmm. I like the scenes where it was like, did you hear that in the back corner? Mm -hmm. And then people, that's where it was a lot of fun for me. Like in, in district nine. And that scene where uh, it's like it's at 12 minutes and 15 seconds. I still remember it mm-hmm. because it felt like the truck shut off in my room. Like a, it's like it's the little things like that where it's mm-hmm. like where really like scenes that really get the most out of your system. But it isn't necessarily a big explosion or a scene like Lucy. It's a, it's the little things. And that's, I, I definitely will get more into that as I watch movies and stuff yeah. and then go, here we go. Let's break this down and, the, mm-hmm. you know, what we're talking about. And it, and when I say break it down, I mean like 
the experience of it. I'm not getting into the DBs and I'm not getting into the, oh, mm-hmm. it's this frequencies and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just what did you get in your room? Yeah. And it's the engagement I got from people was a lot of fun too because people would be like, I don't hear that in my room or in my room it's not like it. I, what do I got to do to get to hear that? And it, mm-hmm. so I think just doing yeah. stuff like that is, you know, it's engaging for everybody. Totally. And, oh, man, I remember um, describing – I was talking to my mom. I said I was watching Blade Runner 2049, and I was just explaining a scene where I just, oh, man, I was watching this part. It was great. And it was a scene where um, Ryan Gosling just meets up with – spoilers. Ryan Gosling meets up, and he's doing the um, – the robot synthetic assistant that he has with her, with him, the mm-hmm. female pretty much is his girlfriend. And they're just having an intimate scene and the, it cuts out where she just got her little, um, holographic device. So now she can leave the, the room. And so now she goes mm-hmm. out to the patio out on this building and it's pouring rain out. It's dark. It's the biggest ambient type sound that you're getting. And when you start the scene off, you're like kind of behind um, Ryan Gosling's head and you can hear the rain um, through open doors, like in the background. And then, so you can in your three dimensional space to your left third, I think you hear rain going intense and then as i think ryan i think it cuts to a different camera and then ryan gosling walks in another direction and then now he's standing cuts back and ryan gosling's you're shooting looking right at his back and he's right at the mouth of the window and now the audio of the rain is now a whole three-dimensional front um rain scene and then he walks from there and he takes another 10 feet out into the rooftop and now the rain comes from a front window to a full you're in the rain now and it, and it was just a really cool experience to, to to witness it's just like wow it's like you put you right there you're not anywhere else in this world except you're right there with Ryan Gosling 2049 Blade Runner kicking ass you know it's awesome yeah yeah yeah, it's and, and that's it's the little things like that. Mm-hmm. That's what makes that stuff oh so much fun. That's, so. What, that's what I'm listening to. I mean, those movies. I mean, lately the movies bad. I was like, they're just terribly written in some of them, and just like they can't all be like this. But I can't spend all my time trying to watch begin to end a movie that has a possibility of having a cool scene or explosion or something in it. You know, I don't have time right. for all that. You know. <laughs> they got to start making movies that are good, begin to end, with good stories and plots and words that make sense. You know, <laughs> you're asking a lot. I, you know, I know. Lot, I'm going Graham. way out there. I'm going way out there. Sorry. <laughs> and, so, Moonfall. Check it out. Moonfall. <laughs> nope. Sorry. <laughs> you give me a timestamp, oh. maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I can do that. Maybe. Um, here's here's my notes. From Die Hard 2. Okay. Okay. That I did. These notes were made, uh, last time I touched these notes were July 16th, 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay. 7.06 PM. Uh, let me, I'll show, there you go. I'll share the screen. Oh, there you go. So, so 
That the there's here's my notes. Die Hard Two, Die Harder, nineteen ninety four K versus HD, four mm-hmm. uh, K. And this was the four K streaming version. So four K streaming is much better. Mm-hmm. Sound DTS HD on disc is much better, but mm-hmm. you can bump your sound. Meaning, mm-hmm. but here, look at the timestamps. So this is like everything I already showed you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I used to do. Now I had to put it into print, and it, so I'd be able to go through and do the show. So opening very, cause I always did the openings, um, very festive doors, but here's all my little bullet points. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you see, 30, 344 hallway, 538 teaser. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep on going like all the way down. These are all the notes. Mm-hmm. I all, saw the tower it, scene. The tower scene's good. I know yep. what you're talking about there. Uh, yep. Where was it? Where was it? Oh yeah. The tower HD versus 4K. Oh yeah. Yeah. Inside, I just watched it this year and I was like, oh my God. And it, yeah. it does. Yeah. There's all, I, we've heard like all kinds of things being said in there too. There's some other, yep. I don't remember specifics, but, uh, it was yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a pretty fun movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't like it as much when it came out as I do today. Cause I, I like, I love the movie, the first one so much more. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit like, I still had fun with it, but I wasn't like, oh, that was great. But then as the years go on, I'm like, when I revisited it after a while, I was like, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> like, right. That was, a, that was a better movie than, than people think. I mean, it was definitely up there. Yeah. Um, definitely a good Christmas movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, oh, man. Yeah, timestamps yeah, get- miss them. I mean, I miss I miss hearing him. You know, just once in a while. Yeah, we gotta get. I'm gonna gotta send you guys some more timestamps too. One um, more uh, timestamps. Yeah, no, you know, like um, listeners giving yeah. them out. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we gotta get. Yeah, that because people like that. It's like demo scenes that they can watch and mm-hmm. stuff, and then it's like even now, like when I'm watching a movie, I want to do them and. Like, what? even just in the show now, if I have a good week where I get the time, I'll do it. And I'll put the timestamps in from the movie I'm watching. But a lot of times it's like I'm just, I'm watching and it it really has to jump out at me for mm-hmm. me to timestamp something right now. Like, oh my God, did you hear that or see that? And then I'll, I'll, I'll mark it and then I'll talk about it in the show. Um, which I think is a pretty good way to do it too. Cause if it's, if it really jumps out at you, then it's definitely something I want, you know, people to know about. Right. Um, but, but yeah, no, this, I mean, that's, that's what I wanted. That's what I, I love doing. I loved reading about that back in the, you know, when I was mm-hmm. reading home theater magazine and be like, Oh man, that one. See, I'd take the magazine, run to my theater. Like, oh, what are they talking about? Oh, here it is. Yeah. So, I get it. Believe me, Graham, I get it. I, mm-hmm. I, I want to get back to that because that's, that's why I started doing it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and, and it's not only just the experience you have too. You're kind of like, oh man, like I want to show someone else to this too. And right. cause you catch on something like very particular, very specific. And you're just like, you're just all excited. You got to tell someone you got to, you got to hear this, you know, yeah. I've never heard anything like this before, you know? And yeah. uh, that's something, um, home theater enthusiasts kind of, um, 
They do. I mean, they like that's what they like. I think I think that's they what we crave. We crave like, for it. Yeah. 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 And totally. and again, it's the only in lieu of people coming over or something like that. Mm. It's kind of really I the only way to to like really interact with your theaters and with other people. But it's also a good test of your theaters, too. And I think people use it that way. It's mm. like talking with um I'm talking with Michael, youth man, and like how many people he's talked to that have never, and it's a funny question. I've never asked it of, of any of my listeners when we've been on, how many people have ever been in another theater? Mm-hmm. And he said, he was like, it's, it's amazing how many, and that, that really kind of goes to show to me is kind of amazing mm-hmm. that like we really do build these things for ourselves. And we, it's, it's just really just a passion project. It's like, we're not expecting to have friends out of this. We're doing it because this is what we like. Mm -hmm. And for the fact of like the P all these people that are watching and listening to all of these different shows and chance home theater channels and stuff. And the more I talk to people, it's like, it's more common that people haven't been to another theater Mm -hmm. than it is. They've been to a theater. So, if all of these people haven't been to another theater before, mm-hmm. how did they get in this in the first place? Mm-hmm. Right? It's not. And to me, this isn't a chicken and the egg thing. I get it. Because yeah. when I started, there really wasn't home theater in uh-huh. the 80s. And it's like we were building this stuff and it wasn't even, I didn't even know if it was called home theater. We were just like no. playing movies loudly in our rooms. <laughs> it's like, totally. You know, so the fact that people haven't been to other theaters, but now you can talk with other people about different scenes and talk, talk to each other about what you experienced. I think a lot of people were using that to test their systems too. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, and, and people were telling me, Oh, I get this effect here. And it's like, mine's even like louder here or, and then, and then, and then you get into the reference level conversation. Well, mm. I mean, you can't, I mean, people were telling me I can't do it. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm doing it. Here I am. <laughs> and they're like, ah, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, you can. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it have you ever been to anybody else's theater? Uh, I've been you're the first one. person I've asked this. So I've that's been awesome. one. And it, really? Yeah, it's my my best friend, he just has one in his basement, but it's not like uh oh man. It's like a multi it would be like a multimedia room, but yeah. it's Yeah, it's an entertainment it's pretty room. Much, like. It's pretty much a it's a theater, you know. Yeah. Especially if I call mine a theater. He's <laughs> got so way more way more stuff than I do. But um yeah. What do you mean by right. stuff? Well, multiple TVs, gear, oh, okay. film theater chairs, um, basement, oh. but a basement like put together everywhere. But yeah. um, not, but it's not tuned down to like one viewing, one viewing okay. um, space. So it's, like it's more like a bar sports complex type thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to sit down and watch a bunch of games and exactly. stuff. That's fun. Exactly. But not, that's cool. But other than that, no one, no one, no one, no AV rank guys. You know what I mean? Where you're just trying to throw up rectangular room and base response and right. um, sound levels and noise suppression, whatever, you know, like all that. Um, yeah. Never, never really been into anything like that. I mean, someone else's house. Wow. Mm-mm. Wow. 
See, I was, even in the 90s, I got to go to people's houses. I'd heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, hanging out at Natural Sound, hanging out with Dave at the Laserdisc store. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting opportunity. And, and like, I want to say there's like a handful of times, like maybe five, eight people in all of the 90s. Mm-hmm. But it feels like a lot. When you spread, you know, when you look back on it and be like, I can think of the theaters I've been to. And that's just in the nineties. Then I met Jim mm-hmm. and I started getting even more experiences. But even that's only like probably 10 or 15 that you're just going around and you're seeing like, um, just how different people do things and how very few do like what I did, the dedicated like mm-hmm. theater like movie theater experience, a lot more people are closer to like your buddy where they do, it's like more of a all encompassing entertainment area, mm-hmm. but it can be whittled that like on any given night and be like, let's just watch a movie now. Right. But it's not tuned to just theater. Right. Exactly. Um, and then, but then there are a bunch of people, there's another uh, demographic where it is all tuned to theater, mm-hmm. but all the aesthetics go out the window, mm-hmm. like wires on the floors, like extension cord. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you know, basically it's like a screening room, a demo room. So mm-hmm. they could just demo gear mm-hmm. or movies or whatever. But it's like once everything's flat black, black everything's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, black just, hole. <laughs> it's like, oh, you need a chair. They pull out a folding chair and you sit in that sweet spot. <laughs> It's like, here, join me, doink. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's not like refined. It's Mm. just, but it is, that was some of the best experiences in those different rooms, Mm. meaning like the the content. Right. But the overall experience is like, I'm sitting on a bench or a metal Mm -hmm. chair or just like, or a couch, you know, just like, like. It's. It wasn't neat. It wasn't clean. It was like, but it was awesome, you know. And it's right. like, but those are the people that like they swap gear out like toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, I've got this one for this week, and yeah, uh, I knew one guy. He, he would. He loved swapping the screens. Like just like ah, oh, I'm like you know, I've, I've tested everything. Wow. So that idea, you know what I mean? So it's like. It never even, I don't know why, it's, it was probably, it, it had to be Michael that was the one that kind of just like a light bulb went off talking to him about it. And he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, the people have never seen him. Like, yeah, I never even thought of that part that people haven't been. And then mm-hmm. talking about going to M-Wave and what a response he got because people have never seen other people's theaters. Yeah. And it's like, which is amazing because they have well, one. Or they want to have one. Like, how'd you get in this if you've never seen one? <laughs> <laughs> you totally. But we just got a conversation about how we never met anyone. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We were just talking about how like we felt like kind of like you were alone in this little right. hobby of yours. And then you're just through Internet of Things that we're just kind of only discovering other people out there had some crazy en- enthusiasm about some big bass yeah. sounds and acoustics. Well, that's probably – that's probably the other reason why I did get to do more than what people are doing now in the nineties. Cause it wasn't inter internet generated. Right. It was live in person people. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So you'd be in a store, you would be talking to people and meeting people. And, and that means they were local. Whereas mm-hmm. here it's like, Hey, how are you? Where are you in the world right now? <laughs> yeah. You know, so you don't get that opportunity. So like, yes. And, and, and I get how you can get into home theater without being in another person's theater because you can see pictures and you get the idea and there's, there's ads for the gear. I mean, you, you get the idea. I know mm-hmm. that. Um, I think when I was, it really that we didn't even have that. Like when John and I started, it was literally just our idea and there was stuff out there, but not to the degree that we have now. It was us thinking outside the box of being like, I kind of want to do this mm-hmm. because anything that we could do wasn't really advertised. It was more, that was like for rich people and they don't advertise that stuff. Right. You know, I mean, the first thing you do when you're in old TV is like, you got to do something with these speakers because TV speakers are awful. They were awful yeah. back then. And they're still awful today. They were mono back then. They're we mono. had one speaker. Yeah, like on the bottom corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't hole, even centered. Was, yeah. Yeah. We're like bitching and moaning now because the center channel isn't perfectly in the middle of the screen. And it's like <laughs> I was growing up and it was like bottom right. Yeah, bottom right. Yeah, right under the dial. <laughs> like, <laughs> bottom, the, the, the TV itself was probably like, let's say the box for the TV was like, I don't know, 36 inches wide and probably 36 inches tall sitting oh, yeah. on top of a cabinet. But the actual screen itself was probably like a 16 inch screen. Yeah. In diag, you know, in a diagonal, mm-hmm. and then all the rest was just vents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one speaker in the corner That's and dials, plastic. Yeah, fake or fake wood, wood paneling. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> fake wood. Did. Fancy yeah. antenna holder on the back. Yeah. Very. <laughs> And then you look in your closet and you have like different iterations of antennas that you could use through yeah. the ones that were successful and the ones that weren't. Oh, <laughs> well, the, the ones with the dials on them. Yeah. It's like yeah. dial it in. Dial it in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> man, it's crazy. It, it's, it's, it's just come a long way. It's come a long way. And, uh, we're in a, we're we're living a dream basically right now. Yeah. Home theater yeah. people. Yeah, and I I just feel like we're on the cusp of something here. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like too many of us myself included, I shouldn't say too many of us. I feel like I should say all of us. We feel like this is it. Mm-hmm. Cuz I I mean, how many times have I said we're we're past the point of our perception? Like it's like the improvements that we make, we can't even see the difference really because it's just, mm-hmm. it's so good right now. That means something big has got to come because somebody's going to invent something that's going to be like, what? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. You know, no, it's, it's, it's usually when stuff like that comes along is like mm-hmm. just when everybody gets complacent. And I would say we have been pretty complacent for a while. I think I'd say since 4K and HDR. We've been pretty complacent. And we're coming up on 10 years for that. Oh, man. That's a long time in tech to be 
standing pat and not have our uh, a legit upgrade. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, no, that's a good right? point. Um, that's a long time, man. It's because you think so that that it, it actually we are at ten years because that was a, roughly around fourteen. 2014, 4K, Atmos, 4K, all of that came out around then. And then, but we had Blu-ray, Blu-ray came out in what, 06. So if Blu-ray came out in 06, and then, but DVD forever. <laughs> hit 97. So 97 to 06, that's only nine years. 06 yeah. to yeah. 14 is only eight years. And we've been 10 years at 4K and HDR, and all we can do is talk about what? Oh, this display gets blacker black than that display. Yeah, or this yeah. But we're, it's not the content. <laughs> yeah, we haven't, we haven't improved the content at all. We just, and that's why I think I'm like, something big has to be coming. It's been 10 years. And now for us, we're just like, yeah, we're just enjoying everything. But for the manufacturers, they've got to come up with something to get the hooks into us again. Yeah. And it's, it's getting harder and the longer it goes, the harder it's going to be. And that's why you think of it that way. And that's why I think there's a big push right now on physical media because something's going to be making that physical media obsolete soon. Yeah. It's just, just the, the numbers are there. I mean, just look at it, the history of things. I kind of hope you're right, but it kind of not. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I hope I'm right. Crap. I don't want to buy any more. Well, and you're in the wrong hobby, <laughs> buddy. Uh, damn. <laughs> it's like, if you damn. got in this to save a dime, uh, <laughs> get uh, out. Good point. <laughs> Cause it's, it's, it, but that's the thing is like, everybody's like afraid physical media is going to die. I'm like, I'm not afraid at all. I've seen physical media die a few times already. Right. <laughs> I was like, and every time it dies, it's re- it's because it was replaced by something better. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, what, 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 no, nobody's ever complaining when it's gone because they're on to the next new shiny thing. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, do you remember the car you had 20 years ago? Do you care? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but. <laughs> I'm laughing about it more than likely. And we like, we laugh about all our old TVs and things. So yeah. Um, yeah. No doubt there. And it's like, I loved my Sony Trinitron. Loved it. Mm-hmm. When I got that, that was like uh, the best picture I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like you can never get better than this. Look at that. I can almost see the ho- puck in a hockey game. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was and now legit. fire that thing up. Now you're like, Oh my God. Don't sit too close. <laughs> yeah, totally. You'll get a headache. <laughs> You're already getting one. You're like, oh my yeah. God, what is this thing? Is this flashing? You know? Jeez, even, even, even going like throwing up an HD projector that I used to have, like a 720 Ooh. projector. One of my first projectors, 720. Ooh, I, like, oh, I bet that's. Fire that up now. You're like, it's not going to look as good as this. <laughs> it's going to be an experience there. Yeah. I you know. thought it was eight millimeter or something. It's like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Making sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Throw in a DVD and try and watch it on our systems. Doesn't look very good. That's Four, true. 480 lines of resolution. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What was the last thing I did? It was 480. I was, 
and, and my whole wife, movie. <laughs> yeah, my my wife's like, "What is this?" I'm like, "Yeah, there's." It's like this is a completely fake movie because there's like no pixels yeah. that that are original in what you're seeing. Like almost yeah. none. Oh yeah. This computer. I mean, like I'm telling her, it's like I'm amazing. It looked the, as good as it did. It just took 480 pixels yeah. and just splashed it somehow on the it's, screen and made all the computations about how this is going to be a decent image. Yeah. So you're at 480, and you get so it's it's literally multiplying it by five mm-hmm. because it's what two thousand off the Man. so four eighty is lines of down the side in a regular four K. If you have a four K television, it's gonna be that's two thousand lines down. Man. Something like that. Or eighteen hundred I think, isn't it? Something like that. Oh, I forget yeah. what it, Yeah, four eighty. Yeah, it's the horizontal. Right? It, no, no, it's the vertical. The vertical. It's the vertical. Vertical. Yeah, everything was vertical before Mm -hmm. until they went to 4K, and then they went uh, across the top, the horizontal. Mm. Trying to see what 480 pixels would be like. Yeah, so 1080 is is 2,000. Yeah, so – yeah, it's 2K. So it's 2,000. Yeah, it's 2,000 in a 4K image. It's 2,000 down the side. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, yep. so that you're multiplying 480 rel- roughly by five. So for every one pixel, they have to make five. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> they have to make it. up five to fill that. Otherwise, have you have you tried to watch? Have you ever put something on that actually shows you in the correct pixel, like in the middle of the screen? It's oh like yeah, the little square. Yes, <laughs> you're like it looked like a postcard, a post-it note yeah. in the bottom corner or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, mine goes centered on my projector. Go, <laughs> It'll go like right in the middle. You're like, what the heck am I doing with that? Should take a picture of it. Try to get That's real so close. Funny. Look what I'm watching. Like, yeah. That's good stuff. Five Let's inches from the screen. sounds to see that. Yeah, my head's blocking the view. <laughs> I need masking. <laughs> yeah, I need masking. <laughs> just cut it out of paper. Some black uh, construction paper and just take, put it right up there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, what else a, you got? Oh, man. We had... Uh, what are we doing? I'm trying to see where I had this... Um, I think we were talking about Terminator... I was thinking, I was thinking about Terminator 2. It's kind of like when... When we were talking about how, um, what, what videos got you going, like when, when did theater, like, when did you get the idea to put a theater in your room? And I'm like, the moment that you wanted, you were dissatisfied with these speakers <laughs> that you had, the first thing you do is get, uh, some kind of stereo receiver yeah. and RCA something, two speakers and up you go, you know, Dolby yeah. surround and whatnot and get that going. And as soon as you're in there, you're you're just like your your first step into home theater, yeah. Because you're dissatisfied with the sound, and so now we're gonna throw some speakers in there. Now you want to throw a, a screen. Now these speakers stink. Now I need a new speakers, and then it's more and bigger and better. You know, it just keeps going. Right. That's the hobby. Mm-hmm. That's the constantly trying to improve, trying to 
and as you as you get better, you start to it can it be better? Mm. And then you know, early on, you get some pretty big jumps. Oh, and huge. as you learn as you go because you're like mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's what that does. Oh, okay. I can add this to it and then this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like you said, like Dolby surround and, and how do I get that? And like thinking you're get, how do I get stereo? And like when we were doing it, it's like you couldn't even get it unless you had the right kind of VCR. So you were like, Oh, and then you, then you're buying your VCR tapes looking for that Dolby surround. On. It mm, doesn't have yeah. Dolby surround right. encoded in the tape, you know, and be able to, will it come be able to, and then what's ProLogic? Why did they come out with ProLogic? Mm-hmm. You know, but it was all like you you were always looking around the corner to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And how do I make the most of that Pete, of that next thing? And, um, and it, it yeah. took off from there because it just felt like it was like every digital representation and Sony's version and Dolby. Mm-hmm. And, man, it just felt. Like it was just going and going and going. We're going to add a speaker here, add a speaker there, you know? Yeah. Left, we right. sell speakers. It's, it's, like we just got this uh, sound of God or the sound. Yeah, that's in the uh, Oro 3D. Yeah. And it's got the center, uh, middle mm-hmm. sound of God sound channel. Sound of God channel, yeah. Yeah. Rear and centers. Then, and, oh, yeah. What was the rear? Well, the rear center was, it was, uh, well, original DTS. surround sound. Was three channels. Yeah, it was two fronts and a rear a rear channel, which could be one mono or mm. two playing mono playing the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's what original Dolby Surround was. It was just two two front channels. You got your left, your right, and a rear channel. Wow. And then they went to Pro Logic, which actually created a channel out of the front channels. So now it would actually, the ProLogic was probably similar to like what, I mean, it's not similar, but it was um, <clears throat> like what we're doing when we upmix now. Like yeah. your system was making a channel, the center channel. It wasn't discrete. ProLogic wasn't a discrete center channel. It was matrixed off the front two and giving you that center channel, that dialogue channel. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until 5.1 you know, when they came with AC3 that they came out with, it was, that was a discrete, all five channels were discrete now, mm-hmm. you know, there. and then, and now <laughs> we're back, like you said, it's like every time front they up, upgrade, mm-hmm. there's, what's up? Yeah, they're the front, now we're getting heights, <laughs> you know, we're getting heights, we're getting <laughs> wides, we're getting this, and yeah. that sells speakers, that sells receivers, that sells the amplifiers, that sells, you know what I mean? It gets us going, like, I need all this, I need more, and like, that's why I said, I'm like, when are we going with the floor speakers? Yeah. You know, get, yeah, the floor get those pans down at my floor, down at my feet, that's what I want. Your picture frames down there. Yeah, <laughs> you like Shooting sound at you from left and right. Exactly. I got a vibrating hardwood floor in the back. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Right. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's always something. Yeah. But we're looking for it. It's like we're the easiest people to sell to. Pretty much. Because <laughs> we're just looking to do something. We're looking to do something. We're well, like, I, I need to upgrade. I need to do something. Mm-hmm. But then we bust out that analysis paralysis uh, phrase. And you're sitting there. Yeah. And there's a choice between two options. 
know. But that's you doing something now. Yeah. But the but but there's something to be done, mm. and now you're just trying to make the best decision. I I very rare. This is probably the most I've experienced it in my life. Very rarely do I have a, a big issue on that. I just I'll 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 do my research. Mm. I'll analyze and look, and once I make decision, I'm like I'm done. I don't look back. Right. Um. Now with this, because I'm researching, making decisions. But the, I can't pull the trigger yet. I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have a theater. Yeah. So so I just get to analyze some more and then be like, all right, now I change my mind. And it's like I you know, I it's part of me can't wait for that part to be I, I can't wait to see how I feel when this is done. Oh, like how much man. relaxed how relaxed I might feel like and how much of me is gonna be like like I said earlier, like when my kids were done with school, yeah. like I got this time. What do I do with it? And that's where I think, I think people will be, I think people will be like, Oh my God, DJ's never podcasted so much. <laughs> I think you're going to have a lot of people going, over there. We're going 24 hours yeah. every Saturday. Yeah. It's <laughs> like something crazy is going to happen. Like, because I, my, so much of my time is occupied right now that it's, and I mean, even when I'm sitting still, it's like I'm constantly thinking about something. I've got issues going in all different places. So you don't get a lot of time to, to just be like, ah, like enjoy. So, uh, and I've done this in other times of my life, whether it be training for events for like sports, like some endurance stuff or, or taking on a new job at starting my own business or do all these things. But then there's that inevitable letdown at the end. And I told my daughter that when she was getting married and she was like, so excited that it's like you work for like a year and a half to plan this wedding. And then when it's over, you're like, what do I do with my time? Yeah. Because she did, she did a, a lot like I do with my theater. My daughter did a lot of her wedding stuff. Like she made a lot of stuff for that wedding. She made like these posters. She made these mirrors mm -hmm. that were going to be decorative. She made the centerpieces. She did her mm -hmm. invitations. She made herself. And they looked amazing. Mm. And she did all of this stuff and she put a lot of time into it. And then you're married and you're done and you're like, got some time on my hands. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you do now? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes some people look at it and they, it's like, a, it's a feeling of depression because you're like, I got nowhere to go. I got nothing to do. But you just, you just got to find a new goal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You got to find something new or. Yeah. And that's one of the things Todd and I talk about all the time. Will we ever not have something to do? Because <laughs> we'll always find something else. I'm not you and just keep on, keep on moving. <laughs> you guys are animals. <laughs> well, next thing you know, like some infrasonic subwoofer coming coming to town. <laughs> yeah, want to hear something? I can't monstrous. wait till he gets that hooked up. Yeah, I'll be down there. I'll be. I'll take. I'll take the. I'll take a couple days off from the house and drive down. Oh man. Listen to that. I can't wait. That's well, got to be like, I can't imagine all the things that are going to shake. You know, this. It's going to be a feeling. It's going to be it's like a jelly everything. feeling. It's going to be like a, yeah. I know it. I mean, I, 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 I get it. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. You're gonna, you're, I think the house is going to move. I mean, you're just going to look at it and you're like, the house is moving. <laughs> yeah. You're probably going to feel it in your face. I saw, <laughs> I, I'm speaking of that, I saw an infrasonic 
Um, and it, I think someone on AV Rant posted a question about infrasonic subs and they posted a video about how some guy had a, like a, a reciprocating fan that was at an open point of the window and they had a transducer that would moved it. move the fan back and forth, uh, to create the pressure wave pushing it into yeah. the house. But you know, it was like useless because it was like only like six to like 10 hertz or something. Yeah. And, it, and it had to have the window open and had this mechanism they had to make. Yeah. <laughs> like this is, but what a cool project that would be. Yeah. To, and he's, he's like when you, I watched the video on it and he's walking around the house and he's looking at all the things that are shaking and moving, just like door jams and patio windows. And they're just, they're just looking down at the line and you're just watching this thing move. Oh. And, and you're just, like, the physics is just impressive. Yeah. You got to have your room pretty locked down for one of those oh, for yeah. something like infrasonic like that. And. It's, I think, I think it's going to be a fun ad. It's that next step where we're getting into that, one, that extra 1% added to your room mm -hmm. that I think, you know, takes the load off of your subwoofers. And then obviously, you know, we, when we went to subwoofers in the first place, that takes the load off your speakers so they can do their job well. Mm -hmm. And now we can get down into that range and, and, you know, do sub 30, you know, 30 Hertz on down. And yeah. then, and, and really, you know, even if, even if the depth isn't there, even if the, you know, the content doesn't have like 10 Hertz, five Hertz in it, mm. but just having something like that, like an infrasonic, like its sole job is to do 30 Hertz on down. And when it does it, it does it well. Mm -hmm. And now you, and now your subwoofers are, so you've got three crossovers going now. Yeah. Your cross, you, your subs can go from a hundred to 30. Mm -hmm. Your infrasonics are doing 30 to below. Mm -hmm. And then your main channels are taking care of everything a hundred and over. Right. And just Alex, you know, just throwing numbers out there. Right. Let's, right. We'll Generally, let the yeah. Expert, let's let the experts tune the room. <laughs> That's right. But, That's right. Um, it's not the right podcast for that. <laughs> Yeah, no, but, but if everybody's doing their job well, mm -hmm. you know, then I like the idea and I've talked about it before where you add a fourth crossover and you just have tweeters all around the room and they're all at like 10 K and up Whoa. and that's just talk about, and now, and that takes minimal amplification, but now you're going to be able to really sweet spot those sounds in wherever you want to put them. Because you could have literally like a halo of speakers around your room. All right. And it would, and it would just be like, bing, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. And if you do an acoustically transparent screen, you could do like, like a, almost like six or even nine quadrants on your screen, nine speakers. And if you want something sounding like it's coming from the top yeah. left, that speaker takes it. And that would, it would only be like, say maybe 8k and up or 10k and up in Hertz. Mm. Right. So, and it's just enough to grab that sound for you because then the main channel, the center or whatever has all the, you know, mm. eight and down or whatever you want, but it's those higher frequencies that you're, that are what crabbing your attention and making your brain think it's coming from up there. Mm -hmm. Just like how you think the explosion's at the back of the room and you feel like the bass came from back there, but it didn't. 
<laughs> came from your subwoofers, which are not there. Man, lit you know? up the whole so, town. <laughs> yeah. Sound. They, the neighbors heard it. <laughs> yep. They're like, oh, yeah, that's it. DJ's so, got his stereo on again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the power goes down, the flights fade, yeah. and then it, the earth starts shaking. DJ's watching Lucy again. Watching Lucy. There he is. <laughs> yep. So. Where, where are we at now? Right. 2.20 now? Yeah. I got a storm coming in. Okay. I got to wrap up. I got to get up. I got shoveling to do tomorrow. I got, I, mm-hmm. of all things, I'm timing. As people are listening to this, I'll probably be shoveling and plowing. We were supposed to start framing tomorrow. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I'm like, and, but now we have this nor'easter coming through. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Talking to my brother-in-law today, I've already alerted Steve. Um, and I put out a tweet saying I'm, you know, Pay attention to what's going on because I I have to get it all cleared off the lot so they can start. We're having the lumber was supposed to be delivered tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We postponed it. It's coming Wednesday morning, but I got to get that thing plowed and I got to get it, like all the snow off of the area oh, yeah. so that they can start. Because if we don't, we have a deep freeze coming too, and it's a heavy wet snow. Mm. And if we don't move it, it's going to freeze. So it's like, it's like all the worst that you could ask for. <laughs> I'm like, just looking at this now. I did someone say they were doing a nor'easter and I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh my God, you are, you're like right in the middle of it. Yes, I am. You're right in the middle <laughs> yeah. of that thing. Yeah. It's a eight to 12. I saw one report was yeah. 10 to 14. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. 12 to 18. So holy moly. I remember those days. Yeah. I was up in Chicago. Do not, yeah. do not miss it. I love it. If I wasn't building a house, I'd be like, get the fire going, hunker down. Oh, I like the oh, fire. I love it. No problem. I love it. Man. Waking up at three in the I morning, just, turn on my car. <laughs> just so it would warm up by five. Yeah. Shovel. Yeah, I got every two I hours. Got, yeah. Yep. Man, so I, I gotta get it. ahead of this thing. Yeah. So you gotta do it. <laughs> well, if it because of the house. If it wasn't for that, it's like we're I mean, we have to, st- we're starting mon- Wednesday morning now and I got to get that. I got to oh, get the place man. cleared. Yeah. And it's like, it was 50 today. And it wow. Like, it's 50 today. It was 50 today. Beautiful day. And it's been gorgeous for like, what? I don't know, last five to six days. It's been nice and 45 to 55. One day hit almost 60. We're like, yeah, this is great. Now wow. tomorrow we're getting a nor'easter. I'm like, oh. hey. Just add another another chapter to the story. Totally. And it's like, yeah. Wow, so, that's going to be a big one. I hope, it'll I'll be, be fun. I'll get through it. I'll have pictures. Yeah, I do too. I'll get through it. Get through <laughs> I hope. If I don't get through with, it, with something minimal, really went with wrong. With minimal trouble. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. That's funny. Oh, so. man. Wow. All right. We'll wrap up from here then. Um but Graham, thank you very much. Oh yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for reaching out. I like to oh, yeah. you reach out. Hey, I want to take over a Tuesday. Yeah, sign I me like up. it. Sign me up. Yeah. 
So well, thank fun. you very I had a much. Good time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Coming back. Hell yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hell yeah. Everybody, thank you for listening. Hopefully I'll be back later this afternoon. Uh stay tuned. See where I am. I could be buried in the snow. But uh until then, uh, you know what you gotta do. What do you gotta say, Greg? Hey, what do you got? You gotta push play. What he said. What nice. he said. <laughs> <laughs> later, buddy. All right, take care. This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.